Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of June 13th, 2023. We are here. We have dodged late flights, norovirus. Beth is currently without power because a car hit a pole near her house. Nothing has happened to Pit Girl yet, so I think you're next. Great. Yeah. Welcome to the Sickos Committee podcast, Final Destination. (laughs) (laughs) I am drinking tonight. I'm drinking a beer called Hoppenheimer. Ooh. Okay. I'm excited about the new Chris Nolan movie. I saw something that said, one, it's over three hours long, so I'm already like very much in this. And two, there is a 75, wherever the large print IMAX film theater near me. So Ooh. I'm going to go watch it there. And apparently the nuclear blast scene is loud enough that it's going to hurt my ears because Chris Nolan already like mixes his sound really loud. So this is going to be just deafening and i'm so excited so, so it's like the first time that you try to put a coin flip in this podcast mm-hmm. okay <laughs> knock out like 40 people's speakers and then 55 seconds of just, just quiet audio <laughs> so everyone thought they went so everyone thought they went deaf like i knew it's coming that, but, but that's the best part was when it hit so loud and then everyone was just like am i deaf now <laughs> <laughs> like from archer mop 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 we are in a great mood as you can tell Kamish is currently downing your drink of choice tonight, I believe, is is lemon lime Gatorade. Shout out to Yellow Gatorade. Uh, if you you name the flavor, you're a cop. Really? Uh, there's there was a tweet that I remember. <laughs> it's just like it's like if you name the flavor of the Gatorade instead of just calling it by <laughs> its color, color, you're a cop. And then I... somebody's like, "Well, how are you going to tell the difference between you know cool blue and and glacier freeze?" It's like, uh, "No, sorry, sir. That is that is blue and light blue." Mm-hmm. officer <laughs> so that's always stuck in my head like i have to it's yellow gatorade blue gatorade teal gatorade they are different shades of blue they don't have names there was a like it was cherry flavored i think but it was like opaque white yes yes like milky white it was very good but the color was super off-putting that's uh <laughs> yes would you like to, some milky white officer right uh, <laughs> no one would <laughs> no going to yeah, jail right was, there yeah, yeah. Right you may want to you may want to say that one is 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 glacier cherry you may want to say that one you could just say would white like, like white, white mountain cherry? dew just white yeah. yeah would you like some some there's a white mountain dew yeah do you not okay. remember white mountain dew it was good it was like citrus oh was it okay mountain citrus. Dew citrus well yeah no it was different, different it was like smoother than regular is that is, mountain is dew. that the white lightning mountain dew no, oh, no. Mountain Dew White Out. Yeah, it was I've good. What is your drink, your, your sick drink of choice? Is it Gatorade? Like for me personally? Yeah, for you personally. Yeah, it's it, it's got to be yellow Gatorade eh, eh, every time. I, I just go to that. If if I have like any other flavor, I, I can't do it. Uh, if I'm like sick with like a cold, it, it's definitely ginger ale. But in this instance where you cannot hold anything down mm-hmm. at all for like 48 hours, which is not fun. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be the lemon lime Gatorade, or I think there was like a video that said somebody was like, "Is this yellow or green?" And somebody was saying it was green. I'm like, "Not green, it's yellow." No, what's yours, big girl? The cucumber Gatorade was green, and it was good. That that was green. Yes, mine is mine is ginger ale, but specifically like not Canada Dry, like gingerier ginger ales. Like if you can get Verner's or my true love polar diet ginger ale but you can really only get that in new england and i have my dad buy cases of it at ocean state job lot and then i smuggle it back because you can't buy it here smuggle do crimes i i'm a ginger ale bootlegger 
I really like flat soda when I'm sick. Flat Coke, okay. flat Dr. Pepper. For some reason, the sugar but without the bubbles is what I want. So I'll just leave a Coke out and let it just fuzz. Whatever works. But uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Verner's ginger ale. My, my neighbor uh, is from Michigan and went to Central Michigan. Turned me on to Verner's and I have never been turned off uh, from it. That, that stuff is amazing. So yeah, anytime that I'm sick with like a cold or something, Verner's is coming into play. Uh, if sick with this, it's, 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 I, I'm having trouble drinking water right now. The only thing I really can handle right now is, is Yellow Gatorade and some animal crackers. So shout out Yellow Gatorade and some animal crackers for sure. I offered to have one of those mobile IV places come to your house. Man, I don't know. I don't know how if my insurance would cover that. I have no idea. No, they don't cover that. That's just, <laughs> you just pay that. You just pay out, pay that out of your pocket. All right. I I mean, I had to DoorDash some stuff because it's just like I need fluids. I can't yeah. go anywhere. The wife couldn't go anywhere. Definitely not letting my six year old drive his power <laughs> wheel. Coward. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it made it. So I had the DoorDash stuff, and the DoorDash order was just like a bunch of crackers, edible crackers. It was like the obvious, short, the like obvious were sick cookies. as shit. Yeah, yeah, just just Gatorade. I think was some Pedialyte in there. They have like Pedialyte, like Otter Pops, as we mentioned previously. They have those now. Yeah, yeah. I, I never had, I never had it, but they were out of stock, so I didn't get any of those. I remember those from my childhood. Those are not a new innovation. Those are great. They are great though. Pennsylvania also had a disaster this week when a chunk of I ninety five collapsed on itself. Yes. I would like to play some of the video of an interview from that yes. because it is the most Philly thing I've ever seen. One, one of the most Philly things. I, I mean, that is true. Yes. I was, I have been rewatching certain episodes of It's Always Sunny and <laughs> finding some of that is also the most Philly shit I've ever seen. Okay, here we go. Dude, so I was passed out and I woke up to nothing but text messages, phone calls. I had no idea what was going on. Man. I got dressed, I came out look down and i smell like a smoky smell and i'm like damn dude so crazy when you like, came out and saw it did yeah. you know what was happening yet or did it just look like a party? well no so i got all those text messages screenshots i'm like everybody's like so good is that? like nobody had like the correct like location so i was like look out my window i see a bunch of cops i'm like bro that's right by my apartment so, when did you bro get Oh, dude, I was passed out when that happened. <laughs> I like how he started the interview with saying he was passed out. And then he finished the interview by saying, reiterating that he was passed out again. I passed out. No load-bearing accents we have here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Someone said that the two parts of Pennsylvania are going to be cut off for so long that those accents are going to drift. Yes. Yeah. Northeast Philly is about to be cut off from the rest of Philly for long enough that the versions of Philadelphia and English are not going to be mutually intelligible anymore. Um, I, I look forward to that day. It's also worth noting that the I-95 truck on fire leading to overpass collapse occurred in the very, very near vicinity, vicinity to Four Seasons Total Landscaping. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Everything... It's Everything a happens for a reason. Yep. It's a landmark. Yes, it is. Everything happens for a reason. That's almost as good as it was. Was it a Pittsburgh? It had to have been a Pittsburgh one where they were burning down some building in a controlled burn. <laughs> and they had a video of some dude being like, nah, yeah, I just, I come outside and I was, I, whatever the accident is, I'm killing, whatever it was. 
I'm gonna need, yes. I'm gonna need more Jordan attempts. No, I'm gonna stop that right now. <laughs> Someone, by the way, called called our Long Ohio Ohioans, and I liked that. I will take it under consideration, but that's all you're gonna get. So yeah, it was that poor Philly, poor poor Philly. <laughs> I just I look forward to people living in Northeast Philly finally taking SEPTA places and the regional rail. This is a great moment for transit in Philadelphia. No, they're just gonna be trying to jump their cars over the fucking gap. <laughs> the Philadelphia Dukes of Hazard. Yes. I'm a little surprised nobody tried that when the Greenfield Bridge collapsed. Um, to be honest with you. That was the, uh, I, the one in, in Pittsburgh recently. I think I think, you know, the police got there fast enough to stop that. Yeah. I want to do. I want to give a shout out because we talked up Concrete Canoe last time, big time. We talked about it a lot when I got the episode. I was like, "Wow, we're going real long on Concrete Canoe here." Shout out to Cal Poly; they did win Concrete Canoe. I did the Concrete Canoe Championship. I did drop the graphic I made into the Discord. There's a couple on here that I still need to do a little more research on. Apparently, Coastal Carolina winning bass fishing. Apparently, oh. Alabama, Alabama Montrose. Okay. Monticello? No, what is it? No, there's only three, and it's none of these. Anyways, there's an Alabama school apparently that also claims this. There's two competing bass fishing circuits. Of course. So, of course, we had people being like, nope, that doesn't count. That's not the real one. That's not the real one. We didn't bet last time because I didn't have it done, but I would have said that West Virginia Mars Rover champions was going to be really big, and yet that one picked up a ton. Yeah. Oh, for sure. My personal favorite one was irrigation troubleshooting going to Mississippi State. (laughs) And the more I looked into it, because so that was actually a subsection of the landscaping one. Yeah. And so I I pulled an individual event out. And then I found like the things you need to have for that event. You have to have a working voltmeter and screwdrivers and a bunch of other stuff. Did you just see what I I posted in the Discord? The Yabba Dabba Canoe? I love it. (laughs) From Ohio State. And it has the the on it. It is very yes, it specifically does. the Ohio State University's Yabba Dabba Canoe. They didn't win, by the way. Cool. So Cal Poly is a an absolute beast at this thing. Cal Poly San Luis Obispo has won this a bunch of times. They're, they are a dynasty, just like Ohio State Pistol, just like Ohio State Artistic Swimming, Synchronized Swimming, Kansas State winning Tractor Loader Backhoe. Oper- I, I did. I couldn't squeeze Operation on there. It's not building a Tractor Loader Backhoe. It's operating a Tractor Loader Backhoe. Yeah. That also, was, Wazoo no. winning Wine Marketing. Someone apparently, they have Wazoo's Wine Marketing like department or course has a, is on Twitter. Someone has, tagged them. It has a Twitter account. They only have 42 followers. So hopefully they can get some more followers. So you haven't tweeted since 2014. Get back on Twitter. Oh, I mean, man. I don't know. Everyone knows this is what the time to get on Twitter, guys. Oh, yeah. That's right. Totally. That's not. <laughs> Come on, the Twitter. Everything's fine. Everything's I, fine. This is fine. I would just like to take a moment to appreciate possibly the most on brand championship out of all of these, and that is American University winning Model UN. As a former Model UN person myself, American University is a university full of poli-sci people. This tracks. This tracks so, so hard. The only thing that would track more is them winning student government, if there was a way to win student government. Well, who knew there was a way to win Model UN? Yeah, having done Model UN, how do you win Model UN exactly? Apparently, there's there's a ranking, apparently, based on how many points you get at various things. Yeah. Okay, I'm choosing to believe this is like the coach's poll of Model UN, right? Where it's just just like some guys having opinions. 
Let me see if I can find the actual list so I can get you I can get you more. I, I think the most the, the reply we got the most was everybody relieved that army won combat weapons. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were up against the other military academies, like Coast Guard yeah. Academy too, and a lot of the what do you call those Corps of Cadets? So yeah. BMI, Texas A and M, Norwich wasn't on there, but the Canadian Royal Academy was. We're letting Canadians shoot our weapons. The Mounties were coming after us. Uh oh. Apparently. So on here, we're seeing seems like American Chicago. Apparently, FIU has a very good hmm. model UN program. Claremont McKenna that tracks. Florida Throw me State. Down. Florida State model UN. That's a little weird. <laughs> George Washington, Berkeley, Boston University, Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there is a there there is a ranking. There is a. Okay. Hey, Wikipedia. Model UN is a popular extracurricular activity in the United States. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say popular. You were really stretching that. Citation needed, please. Yeah. Again, having done Model UN, citation needed. Were you the one that said the post that that the Quiz Bowl and Model UN is way geekier than band and theater? It was because it, at least band and theater kids can bang each other. Yeah, it was. It was student newspaper and Quiz Bowl. But yes, I stand by that statement, and I say this as someone who has been with someone from her Quiz Bowl team for eleven years. Nobody on the Quiz Bowl team was fucking like the band kids were fucking. Let me yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. what. Yeah. Yeah. God. Kamish looks deeply disturbed by this conversation. I'm, I'm just like, hey, you know, whatever. I, I went to an all boys high school, so it was a so, bit so, so who is fucking more, the band kids? Or I, the, I was going to say that does, that was, does not stop the band kids. Okay, well, I mean, again, I was not in the band, so I was not uh, would not know. Um, I I was captain of the quiz ball team. Uh, so there was two I, of us. Um, no, no, nothing to my knowledge is going on there. Uh, <laughs> so, someone said that georgetown winning bioethics is fine but the fact that we have competitive bioethics bothers them yeah that's a little concerning that's, that's the problem so i'm i'm out of another 40 i don't have another 40 to do so at this point we're going to basically trickle out the rest of them we have ranch coming up the ranch contest so people sent me some more I'm going to yeah. try to get as many as I can going forward, but we're sort of hitting the end of our reasonable there's, ones. There's um, there was some posts on uh, the Sigos Committee Instagram in the messages. Somebody was sending some stuff about engineering, uh, some other stuff in, in the in the men- uh, in the messages. So you might want to check that out. Perfect. I will. I will put in some sad, slow. The heat is on. Saxophones here. Yes, you know, or for your dear heat, as you, as you were losing fluids and whatever else from your body. Yeah, the heat were also doing the same thing while playing for the against the Nuggets. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, not ideal. I, I didn't once, think whatever. Once Connor McGregor <laughs> destroyed the Heat's mascot. Yeah, it was it was done. Yeah, he knocked like, out I'm glad, I, I can say that now because he's fine. Apparently, he's fine. I, I, I hope he's suing. I, I hope so too. Like cause... sue the marketing people because I mean Bernie it had to go to the ER mid game because Connor went a little bit too far. I was like that was not a good sign. So there was some more disaster that I had on on Friday. Both kids were sick, which is uh, eventually wound up me getting sick really bad Sunday and Monday. Uh, basically Friday our internet went out. And all the cell towers in the neighborhood went out. 
So I missed, you know, the game. And then my cell phone service comes back on. And the first thing I see that the Heat lost to the Nuggets, I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, like really? Just, just the alerts got, start, alerts start coming through. Yeah, it's just like the cell service comes on. I'm like, oh, really? Like, the cell service is back. Uh, then that happens. And then, like, you know, it just, I thought that was the worst of my weekend. Oh, it got worse. Uh, and then Bernie goes down. There was a lot of stuff on the uh, the Heat subreddit, which is, I think it's just our Heat. They they just kept posting stuff like "Do it for Bernie," <laughs> <laughs> and then the coach, uh, Coach Spo, was just like Bernie would have been ready for Game Six in Miami if the Heat had won Game Five, and he said that's Miami Heat toughness. And the coach said jokingly, he thinks, but you don't know, so the reporter couldn't tell if he was joking or not. You know, Have y'all seen the the guy that imitates Coach Spo on, on Twitter? Like no. he does, like his facial expressions. God, I'm lost in my fucking tabs again. Hold up. <laughs> How many tabs? I, I'm under thirty. Okay, this is progress. But, they, but they're but they're across seven windows. <laughs> ah! Oh, that's why I have two copies of the show notes open in two different windows. That's the problem. Oh God, I'm really. I was going to argue that I'm more, actually more put together this in real life, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually not. No, he's not. It's, you know. I would not have believed you if you had tried to claim that. Now imagine me as an actual, like, middle school teacher. <laughs> but this is the right energy for middle schoolers, I think. So but that was the thing, right? Is that I was good at it because I had the energy. Paperwork was awful, whatever else. But the kids always loved me. And so, like, that's how I survived turning like grades in on time no uh, responding to answering phone calls or returning phone calls awful at that if, you're, if it's not in front of me it might as well not exist which again for teaching middle school is great because if you get distracted by anything else you're toast but it does make for a very in the moment existence you like the middle schoolers live exclusively in the now so the big 10 managed to release their schedule <laughs> And by doing so, they brought us so much joy because they said many things. First off, they said, we're done with divisions, which that makes sense. No one's doing divisions anymore. That's passe. We're past divisions. Well, I mean, just for well, we got one last year, the Big Ten West. We got. Yes, yes, yes. We got to live it up. We cherish it. We got to really cherish it next year. But the then ACC they said. The is gone, but the Big Ten West lives on for one more year. But then they said, hey, we should have a non-even number of rivalry games. Some teams are going to have three permanent rivals. Some teams are going to have zero. And it will all work out just fine. Congrats, Iowa. You have three permanent rivals. You are stuck in a hell cage with Minnesota, Nebraska, Wisconsin for the rest of your goddamn lives. Penn State, your rival is Pitt. So you don't get one in the Big Ten. I will accept that. I agree with that. Penn State is not willing to acknowledge that, though. Also, it annoys me as an appreciator of lasers and poor furniture design that the Land Grant Trophy is not a protected rivalry. What the fuck are we doing here, Big Ten? You can't, let, you can't let Penn State think that they're unrivaled. Don't do this. It's not good for anyone. Michigan State's only rivalry is Michigan. That's the only protected rivalry. But Illinois gets Northwestern and Purdue, as is tradition. And Rutgers, you get Maryland because 
I was going to say, you have to have someone, but guess what? You don't fucking have to have someone. Oh, they should have stuck Penn State with both Rutgers and Maryland. Oh, God. That would have been, that would have been a lot of fun. I would so, have enjoyed that. So Rutgers and Maryland, they're a protected rivalry now. They need a trophy. We, we got to come up with a trophy. A is Scarlet it, Turtle. Raphael. Like a, like a Scarlet Turtle night? I mean. We got to, no, we'll have a crab holding a pork roll. Okay. There we go. Done. There it is. So <laughs> the crab, crab holding the pork roll. Oh, wait, you have a crab holding an old bay canister, mm-hmm. and then a pork roll or Taylor ham in the other side. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the two there, just a perfect combination. Like I understand not giving anyone except the two California schools each other because that's for travel. No, no one has to do that. But then they also were very clear that they have the two play opponents in the flex protect plus scheduling model which sounds like something i turned down at best buy no it sounds like something they try to upsell you when you buy a used car like this is the paint coating for your used car that actually does nothing but costs you fifteen hundred dollars we're gonna go to the car wash and like oh do you want the flex protect plus (laughs) so they have the two play opponents so for 24 and 25 they have the protected opponent then they have two schools that they will play both years home and away so, for example, UCLA has Nebraska and Rutgers as their two protect oppo- two play p- opponents, plus USC, which is their permanent. SC gets Penn State and Wisconsin plus UCLA. Iowa gets no two play opponents because they have three rivals. What's the opposite of like unrivaled? All rivaled. <laughs> Oops, all rivals. Oops, all rivals. Oops, all rivals. And then they play Iowa State. It really right. is. It, Oops, it, all rivals. Is. Yeah. This is this scheduling and specifically looking at USC playing Penn State because that was a very memorable Rose Bowl just has me thinking about the fact that USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten means that we could theoretically have something like a USC Oregon Rose Bowl. And that feels very wrong and bad. Ooh, I hate that. Ooh, no, hold up. I that's that's awful. Yes. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's so bad. Oh, oh USC Utah Rose Bowl. Yeah. Utah <laughs> kicking their kicking their fucking neck in again. Yeah, Utah, oh, Utah going full Tinkaton and just bringing the big fucking hammer out. Absolutely. With, with with the Utah with their beautiful, you know, rose through the double U's and just smash. Oh my god. I hadn't thought about that, Pit Girl. I hadn't put that in my head. This is a war oh. crime, but I'm kind of into it now. Oh, I'm thinking about bowl games that USC UCLA can go into, like like the Capital One. You know, all those Florida bowls are now going to have an option of USC or UCLA. Let's send USC to the Pinstripe Bowl. Oh, hey now, hey now, it's the Rose Bowl of the East. That's right. There aren't a lot of East. There aren't a lot of ACC Pac-12 bowl games. Now that I'm thinking about it, no, no, there aren't a lot. No, No, it's it's really just the Sun Bowl. It's that's pretty much it, yeah. Or maybe whatever the the New Year Six, or the CFP. I think but that's the where Holiday Bowl. There's one of the ones in one of the ones in Holiday California Bowl. is also, but it's yes. mostly just the Sun Bowl. Yeah, I'm looking at the Big Ten tie-ins for 2023. Hold up, because this is going to be. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this. You got to look at it at 2024. Oh, 2024. Sorry, because we're we still got one one more year left of this fun stuff. I'm not be able to get that far out, but we're gonna get close. So here we go. Which of these we the weirdest to have? USC or UCLA in the Orange Bowl, the Cheez It Bowl, the which one's the Rely Quest Bowl now? Uh, it used to be the Outback Bowl. The Outback Bowl, that one. 
How about it? How about a UCLA versus Pitt Dukes Mayo Bowl? Yes. Sold. The Sun Bowl was great. I would do that again somewhere that I could actually drive to. Uh, the Quick Lane Bowl is technically a Big Ten tie-in, by the way. Mm-hmm. But even though they've never sent anybody. Right. It's saying uh, now, same with the Independence Bowl. It's technically a Big 12, I'm sorry, Pac-12 tie-in. Wait, but we, can never send sent to Sh- we can send USC to Shreveport. Shreveport. We can send UCLA Ooh. to Shreveport. I don't know which is funnier. <laughs> They're going to just be all of these. Because all the Big Ten tie-ins are in the South because it's like, oh, we want sunny weather. We want these things. And now we're just going to be sending la schools across country to florida <laughs> three time zones away to play i, it I, I really hadn't Boca thought Raton. about the i hadn't thought about the big 10 bowl tie-ins no i hadn't but, either but now but now like forcing ucla and usc with the bowl tie-ins yeah. this is oh yeah. god this is even better mm-hmm. like you know just the, the conference games okay on like a level you could finally i guess maybe deal with that and that is sunk in, but the the actual bowl games where <laughs> USC and UCLA have to go, like UCLA goes to the Shreveport for the Independence Bowl, and, and all Louisiana's are going to be confused. Like, is that the University of Central Louisiana? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to make that now. My mama, make, my mama said that. I got to make that now. My mama said that Chip Kelly. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm still just hung up on like Pac-12 game Rose Bowl, and, and like the universe in which okay USC is going to the Rose Bowl to play name Pac-12 team, and Penn State or Wisconsin or whoever is just so mad, yeah, that they are not going to the Rose Bowl <laughs> because they it's, took it's, USC. It's okay. UCLA will get to continue not playing a bowl game in their home stadium. Nothing changes for them. I, I like it. I like it good for like the big 10 teams that finally get to go out that haven't made a Rose Bowl in a while. They just get yeah. to go out and play UCLA. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets to go to the Rose Bowl now. <laughs> UCLA's 2024 football schedule, by the way, is one of the stupidest in terms of miles. <laughs> uh, go ahead and read it. that off, Kamish. All right, here we go. Uh, this is one that I, I've been waiting to say for a while, so... Thank you so much, Stomach, for delaying this. But uh, UCLA's first year in the Big Ten in 2024 will include 26,762 miles of travel with trips to Honolulu, Baton Rouge, Bloomington, Iowa City, Ann Arbor, and Piscataway, New Jersey. So I just want to mention something really fast. What is the circumference of the Earth? Do you know offhand? It's about twenty five thousand miles. I was. It's just, about twenty five. Yeah. It's about twenty five thousand miles. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about oh, to say going, this travel okay. distance is greater than the circumference of the Earth. Yeah. Get those frequent flyer miles, UCLA. By the end of this, you'll be flying first class. But remember, Pact. They left the Pac twelve and joined the Big Ten because of academic reasons. Because they want to make sure their student athletes got the best academic accounts possible. That's why they're going to Piscataway on a on a Friday night, probably. Oh God, it's definitely no, going to be a Friday night. That is, de- yes, they're going to make <laughs> them fly across country on a short week to to go to Piscataway at night. And I wonder if if Doctor Fraser Crane will make an appearance. Again. 
at a Rutgers game. I forgot about that. I forgot <laughs> Casey, never, Casey Grammer showed up to a Rutgers game. Is, he had a Rutgers polo on, and that has lived in my head ever since I've seen it. <laughs> at least Thank they got a Rutgers polo. It wasn't fucking like, like Rob Lowe with the NFL hat. At least they haven't got the right shirt. <laughs> Thank God I'm Frazier at a Rutgers game. This is also giving me like the mental image of Mark Harmon in a Big Ten baseball cap. Oh, yep. Yeah, because that's a thing now. Noted Big Ten alumnus and UCLA football player Gibbs from NCIS. I can't wait until the Big Ten Network starts showing like classics, like UCLA football classics. And it's stuff from like Troy Aikman, UCLA years or something. ACC it's okay. Network occasionally does this with like old like Pitt and Syracuse film, and it's never not funny. Like yeah. we're gonna claim Syracuse basketball for the ACC, sure. Sure, why not? Someone posted today the the Texas twenty twenty four football schedule. Oh God! And it's it's that's, that's Colorado not real. Is, is it not? No, it, it, it's not the, confirmed. The, the order isn't real. Okay, no. so. None of that's confirmed. None of it's confirmed. Okay, fine. No, I, I was just look. I was looking at it, and my first thought was, "Man, they're playing lots of SEC teams out of conference. That's weird." <laughs> so the the it's show take me to a announce long it, time. The show to announce it is tomorrow night. But just being confused, you know, definitely. Understandable. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be confused for a long fucking while, guys. Yeah. It's gonna take me a long time to rewire that one. Of all the ones. That one's going to take me the longest to rewire. To be fair, the actual confirmed games for Texas for 2024 are also of note. Um, specifically, they have a home-and-home home scheduled with Michigan. Party yeah, hard. Reliving one of my favorite Rose Bowls. That was the 04 Rose Bowl, I believe. 05 Rose Bowl, maybe? It was the, the, one one before the, title, the one before yeah. the title game. I think it was the 04. That, that, was the, that was the one where Texas and Cal got the bad blood because Mac Brown lobbied Mac Brown. for Texas to go into the Rose Bowl over Cal. Which, again, a thing that happened. Yes. Traditional Rose Bowl power, Texas. And Cal. <laughs> we do have some College World Series updates. First off, hey, Texas, I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, that, that was, that was I, I, I'm not a baseball player. I've never played baseball above like a rec league level, but I can't imagine losing one of the lights and just going home because of that. That sucks. That really sucks. Good for Stanford, but man, that sucks. I mean, it it was it does suck. It was also some like top tier horns down posting opportunity, and I am always oh, yeah. here for that. Oh yeah, gotta. Yeah, <laughs> but everyone was also like one of those like you don't have to give Stanford credit for this. Like you don't have to be happy for Stanford. You can just be horns down. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be happy for Stanford. Like, okay, Under no circumstances do you have to hand it to Stanford baseball. The the worst part about this for Texas though was this wasn't just one loss. They lost the Directors Cup because of this. Do y'all know what the Director's Cup is? Mm -hmm. Explain it to the audience. Or for the audience, the Director's yes. Cup is basically, for NCAA, every championship, every playoff, whatever it is, it's worth a certain number of points. And the school that has the highest total at the end of the season wins the Director's Cup. Stanford has owned this thing for the last 25 to 30 years. The first year was won by North Carolina, and then the next 25 were won by Stanford. Except for the last two. Texas has won two in a row since after COVID. That was huge. And it came down to this game this year. <laughs> so whoever won the game was also going to win the cup and also lost in the lights. Texas's cup. The Stanford old boss, same as the new boss. 
under Denver this circumstance, under this circumstance, you do have to hand it to Stanford baseball. You do. You literally have to hand it to them. <laughs> also, shout outs to Grand Valley State for D2. Apparently, they are the titans of the D2 Directors Cup. Johns Hopkins has won the D3 Directors Cup for the first time ever. Hmm. Usually, uh, Williams is the school that wins the D3 Cup. And lastly, Indiana Tech, I believe, wins their first NAIA Directors Cup. So congratulations to all those schools for having a great year. They don't count the sports that we count for the non-NCAA stuff, but that's okay. We'll, we'll still give them credits. One thing is, like, you know, I, I played baseball in high school and, yeah, and right, college right. And, and what, but uh, getting the ball lost in the lights is, is one of the most helpless feelings because you have no idea where the ball is. You're trying to find it. And and then at the end, you're just like, is this ball going to hit me? <laughs> so it's just, just the ultimate helpless feeling because sometimes the lights are just not angled appropriately uh, or it goes high, which the ball was really, really high. Right. And, and it goes above the lights and then you can't catch it and you're trying to find it and you just can't find it. It's just never fun. And it seemed like the the center fielder should have had it. Because it, it and then the right fielder's coming in and is like, hey, why are you not coming? And they're both just like, their hands it was, are like, it was oh. so helpless. It was it's awful so, to watch. You can't do anything. You're like, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. And it's just, there's nothing you can do. And it's it's one of the worst feelings. And then then to that be the, the you know, knocks you out of the College World Series running. Uh, and then you lose the Director's Cup on that, which I, I'm sure the baseball players don't really care about the Director's Cup. Uh, but yeah, that was rough. As, as a horrible ending, you, you feel bad for the Texas kids uh, there. I mean, the Stanford, they celebrated like crazy, which, yeah. I mean, it, they, they won. But, you know, they're going to the College World Series. That's just an unfortunate ending. But if you are a Texas hater, you, you had, you had your, your full-on Texas hating, even like the self-deprecating Texas fan did earlier today on Twitter with Thanks. that weird, uh, you know, Red River rivalry uh, gif of 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 oklahoma beating texas i love i just love the way she goes fuck it's just it's so good there's so many great texas re like reaction gifts i could have chosen something from the from the route this past year but i didn't because you, you could have I, I am a i'm a self-deprecating texas fan or you could have went with the the famous uh texas fan flipping off the camera the, that, mm -hmm. that girl doing that there uh you could have did that uh, i don't think i don't I don't think the what Texas State Fair, by the way, uh, since it was from the Texas State Fair in their mentions, I don't think I'll be getting free tickets this year for putting that in their mentions, by the way. <laughs> we can email them, you know, like, hey, uh, this is the Sickos Committee. We really want to try all these weird fried foods that you're going to have. Uh, yeah, You've got, you got to come classes? up this year. you got to come yeah. up this year. Uh, let's see if I can make it. This is going to be fun. Yeah, with, although with your norovirus right now still in your system, I know yeah, here you're I'm not like, like, oh, I'm like, I don't want to go they're gonna have fried i don't know oh like oh, this is gonna be fried oh no my stomach's just like oh no <laughs> i can't think of food right now i, I want to ask you guys uh, i just dropped it in the chat thank you someone dropped exactly what i was going to talk about the jello shot list if you guys I don't know you. i read your mind there was there is a bar in omaha that has had a jello shot challenge every year and you go into the bar and you order jello shots and goes on the tally for your school i believe ole miss holds the current record yes by a lot yes yeah they 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 i think they did like eighteen thousand last year something yeah. like that it's at some point people were buying thousands of dollars worth yeah, yeah. i mean it became a jello shot supply chain issue last year if i, I remember yes. correctly mm -hmm. yes they don't make their own they buy those little like pre-made ones yeah, i can't imagine what the back ones. of their bar looks like right now 
there's last year's. I threw it up in there. So yeah, eighteen thousand seven hundred seventy-seven Jello shots at four dollars and fifty cents each. Uh, they have not put up a new price this year. So will Rocco's be inflated? Uh, you know, dealing with some Jello shot inflation. I don't know. Last year, Stanford was the weak man on the totem pole, only two hundred thirty-one. This year, in case you guys don't know, our College World Series teams are Florida, TCU, Wake, Virginia, Oral Roberts, LSU, Stanford, and Tennessee. Okay, who's your guess for highest and lowest this time? Yeah, you you can guess first, but you know. You know, I would like to. I would. So I think we all think that Oral Roberts is going to be last. But I would like to propose that Earl Roberts will not be last, not because I think they're going to have a lot of fans there drinking a lot of jello shots, but because I think other fans will think that it is funny. Yes. To order yeah. jello shots in the name of Oral yeah. Roberts. And it we is need a, a better tracker here. It's a, it's a little bit funny, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So I am inclined to say that either Stanford or Virginia will be bringing up the rear here. Um, especially for both of those schools are very much not jello shot crowds, but not for the reason Oral Roberts is not a jello shot crowd. Virginia is like notoriously like the Zemo wine and cheese school. They're not Michelo, jello little Michelob Ultra. Yeah, they're not spending 450 on jello shots. Can I interest you in Wake being low? Because Wake is tiny. Wake is tiny and also yeah. is very like wine and cheese energy. So, but wake baseball, wake baseball fans are like a thing because wake. Okay, baseball I, I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know. This. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like Vandy, well, they, like Vandy baseball, kind of. Yeah, yeah. They haven't. Wake hasn't been back to the College World Series uh, since 1955. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Never mind. This is so this might maybe be a, this might be a thing. This may be a like a huge you know rake forest. Uh, they are the one seed, so they are the number one ranked team going into this. So they may have a lot of uh, fans to do this. They may be low. I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like everybody's talking about the odds-on favorite. It is LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not been back to Omaha. Are LSU gonna fans going to buy Jello shots and not just bring their own? I, I feel like they're making their own. Um, and they're going to do it outside. And there's going to be canopies. There's going to be RVs. There's going to be crazy tailgating. They do tend to buy a good amount, but I don't think Ole Miss's record is going to get broken this year. I'm going to make that bold claim. I don't think anybody's going to touch the 18,000 that Ole Miss did. Uh, If somebody did, it'd be a big surprise. I don't expect Florida to do this. Tennessee, I feel like they're going to put up some respectable numbers, but I don't, I I don't think, I don't think they're going to go near the Ole Miss thing uh, because Ole Miss had to beat Mississippi state last year. Yeah. I mean, LSU has rivals. They do. Even though they don't like to admit it, kind of like Penn State, but they don't. They don't like LSU's don't like Penn Ole State's Miss rival. Done. <laughs> they don't like. Declared. They don't like Ole Miss. So I know LSU fans. They hate each other because they fight for that tailgating crown, and they hate that. They so there's there's some good hatred there. There's some good old school rivalry hatred between those two. So maybe. LSU will have a little bit of onus to try, but I, I just don't see anybody breaking 18,000. I just have a mental image because you had said about LSU fans making their own jello shots of, of Z-Rao bringing like a duffel bag 
full of homemade jello shots through the airport and trying to get it through security. Oh no. Being this like, is what I, you do. No, I was these, picturing these are I was all in individual Ziploc bags. This does not violate the liquids rule. Every one of these is under court. And it's Everyone's... not a liquid, technically. Not a liquid. It's... I can bring this in as a carry-on, I swear. That's right. They Double will bags. they will have their own jello shots for sure. There was a method to the madness what we used to do when we make jello shots back in, in, in Louisiana. We would go to Wendy's and eat inside. And you know those little ketchup cups that they had? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we would steal all of those. Oh, yeah. And uh, then make jello shots in that. Of those little oh. cups to make it easy. Instead of buying like the little plastic cups, yeah, we yeah, just yeah. make ton- tons of those. Like fill up, like overflowing. And then you could just like break them apart and mm-hmm. just pop them out really easily. So that was the old Louisiana method. I, don't, I, I think the Wendy's folks got wise to that and they may have changed that. So One of the best parties I went to in undergrad was a friend's birthday party in 2016 it was the evening of the 2016 penn state game oh uh which was the 42 39 game that kept penn, eventually kept penn state out of the playoff great game about half of my friends ended up not being able to go to this party because they got sun poisoning at the game but those oh. who did show up his friend's birthday party and his friends whose house it was made a whole countertop of blue and yellow jello shots and i desperately wish i had a picture of this they were it was script pit jello shots they arranged it in the logo are you kidding me it was amazing amazing it was uh, as i said i like i can see it vividly in my head but i do not have photographic evidence of this but i swear to god it happened i'll tell you the sketchiest one of the sketchiest parties we ever had in my fraternity we had we did jello shots in the basement but we forgot to get cups oh, so we God. just made giant bowls of jello shots oh. and as people came up we would just use plastic spoons and put it in people's mouths would you like some jello shots that's exactly what we did oh man oh my god that's in that man that that would have been like because that that there's open container issues with that but lots of things we had to cover that would have been oh god we would have just been but yeah like just college college dudes and ladies walking up to our bar getting fed jello shots by a spoon by me <laughs> behind the bar feeding feeding people jello shots picturing like baby birds with jello it, was just, it was just like that <laughs> and me and me in a black bowling shirt with a yellow bright yellow trim because that was my basement shirt and sandals. And sandals. That was so cool. Oh, yeah. With socks or no socks? No, no socks. Okay, just check. I did those want to bring ba- something Those are my basement shoes. This has the did- most, like, 2004 energy I've ever heard. I had a visor, too. <laughs> oh, dude. I never had a visor. I had a I visor. Just, I had a roommate that would just always wear his visor. And even when he was in the pool at, like, spring break, he's wearing his visor. I'm like, dude, just come on. Get rid of the visor. What were you gonna say? Just, just a mess. But I wanted to talk uh, about something. My my sister is a, a Southern Miss uh, alum, and she's a big, uh, you know, fan of Southern Miss baseball and everything like that. So Southern Miss did wind up losing to Tennessee. Uh, there was a lot of drama between Southern Miss and Tennessee because Tennessee was mad that they didn't get the regional, and the NCAA gave Southern Miss the regional in Hattiesburg. So there was a lot of trash talking flying around Twitter, which may some folks may or may not have seen. But a Tennessee fan started trash talking the city of Hattiesburg, like the city itself. And basically what they said is what I'm actually saying is while your town sucks, you can't even keep an Applebee's open. <laughs> and But I understand how you'd be confused. Holy shit. I just saw what Vegas did to Florida tonight. Yes. Yeah. 
nine to three. Yeah, it's it's not. The fuck did they do to? Th- oh my god! It is a not a great day for great weekend, whatever for South Florida. No, we gotta we gotta insert the the sad the heat is on music again. <laughs> like a slowed edm version of the heat that's that whatever <laughs> nine goals in a clinching game in a clinching Jesus game christ that's i i'm clinched jeez i'm clinched uh, as fuck congratulations vgk good job but the, the insult was oh Google's don't giving even me ha- so I just Googled it to like see the score for myself and oh, Google yeah. gave me fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> but the okay. insult was Hattiesburg doesn't even have an Applebee's. They don't yeah. even have an Applebee's. And so all right, we're back to the, the Applebee's thing. So this Tennessee fan again he said, What I'm actually saying is while your town sucks, you can't even keep an Applebee's open, but I understand how you'd be confused. Then the official Twitter of a, account of the city of Hattiesburg clapped back. Uh, this was a great one. Uh, that logic really doesn't track, but here, let us help fix it. And then they put visit Hattiesburg restaurants, whatever. Our thriving economy is home to more than 200 local restaurants. Granted, <laughs> it, granted it may not be the Bourbon Street steak and Oreo shake you love. God damn. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg mean oh my god (laughs) well deserved my sister wanted me to bring this up on the podcast and I I couldn't pass it up you know uh, I mean it's a great interaction Uh, unfortunately Southern Miss did not beat the ball so uh, maybe this this ball fan does get the last laugh but they did get burned by by a a city I don't know Hattiesburg Hattiesburg not having an Applebee's and having a bunch of local restaurants seems like the real W to me. Yeah, it and I mean there's some there's some good stuff there. My I, I'll just take what my sister says as a word for Hattiesburg and you know if you ever look at Spencer Hall's profile, his location is kicking it in Hattiesburg. So Hattiesburg's a fun place to be. I'll I'll, I'll say that. We do have some stuff to plug before we go on. First oh, off, yeah. join our Patreon and Discord for five dollars a month. You can come yell at us about our bad opinions in person in real time. It's a lot yes, of fun. It is. Folks in our Discord have also been giving us lots of new get information about new NCAA champions, new games to play. So come join us. It's a lot of fun. Second off, we have our merch store. Check out our, our oh, it, Google has, still hasn't updated the link. So Probably. check out, I don't think so. So check out our Twitter account. The link is in our description. Get some awesome merch for yourself. No, I will get it in time for father's day but that's fine too is it is google it's, it up yet? it's it, google has it but it's like the third option so okay. uh if you want to we'll, we'll just try keep clicking it it's it's sickos-committee.sellfi.store it's in our profile we tweet it every now and then uh for some folks you know uh getting some stickers and everything like that and and, and you know we appreciate anybody buying some merch it helps us bring some more awesome content same with the discord and we have a shiny new In This House We Believe t-shirt. So get hyped for that. We do have a shiny new In This House We Believe t-shirt. I was able to figure out the graphics on that. Uh, we have a couple of different colors. I'm trying to get some other colors to play with it. But they're they're just a, it's a mainly light colored shirt right now. 
um, I did develop another sticker too, where it's an in this house sticker, but it's it's all neon. So it's an all neon sticker uh, version of that. So it looks like you, you know, if only I could make the sticker flash, which, which would be great. It's a new one. It, it's very pretty. And, you know, I was a, I'm glad I was able to figure out some designs yeah. uh, off of what we have. And we appreciate anything you, you purchase from us. I, I would really love to see one of these shirts in the wild one day, which would be great. Like anybody that tweets it at us, we we, we appreciate it so much. Uh, and, and thank you for your support. H- anything that you buy from us, we, we definitely appreciate it. If we ever see you in an airport, much like Stephen Godfrey, we will say hi to you. If yes, you are absolutely. wearing Sicko's merch in an airport, we will find you and we will say hello to you. Absolutely. Also, shout out to Message Board Geniuses. They are awesome people who make awesome content. Their podcast is great. They venture to places where we dare not go, like Notre Dame boards where they say the only way to close the gap is Urban Meyer. Fucking hell, guys. Why the fuck would you say that? The only way to close the gap is oh. come on man i need to that take really a shower works. after hearing that Ugh. all that to and say bless the folks at message board geniuses who are made of much sturdier stuff than me yeah and apparently yeah. apparently someone from the husker message boards thinks helen keller is a folktale what <laughs> wait is pantherlayer.com a pit board yes i don't go there um, oh well they out- also they also think the helen keller is fake what <laughs> I'll post Motherfucker. it. All right, cool. <laughs> um, shout out to Panther Lair, the Twitter account, though. He's cool. Um, okay. But the message board is not a place where I go. The whole thing has to be fake, right? I never knew a whole lot about her, but I had this random pot go through my head the other night. There was almost no way someone who was both blind and deaf could ever comprehend as she did. Well, it turns out I didn't even know the half of it. Oh, God. This is an George. indictment of the entire American educational system and also 100% chance this guy's an engineer. <laughs> so you could actually I said what that, I said. That held a pit. Held a pit. Held a pit. <laughs> we also have a Substack. We just did a great post about what teams that we'd like to see play each other that have never played each other. We also cover things like journeyman coaches and weird bowl game histories and all sorts of stuff that requires more than just three tweets. Yes. One of these days, I'm actually going to write for it. I I, I want to see Jordan write something. It'd be great. Uh, I'm I'm still working up this potato chip ratio thing for the Substack. So I've I've been spreadsheeting for this. I had to take a break due to uh, my body just <laughs> giving out on me due to the lovely virus that I received. Uh, yeah, it, it's been. Like, been like, you took, like you took communion. I risked the virus yeah. I received. Like you fucking took communion. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, I, I did. You know, the baby did go to daycare, and then four days later, comes home sick. I'm excited. I'm excited care. for you getting hand in mouth again. You ever no, did you ever, I, you ever do that good. the first time? That one sucked. Uh, yeah, this is bad enough. I don't need any more of that. I got hand, foot, mouth as a teenager and they tested me for strep and then they were like, actually, you have hand, foot, mouth. And it was the worst sore throat I have ever had in my entire life. Zero out of ten. How did you manage that? I don't know. I don't know. It was not a good time. I don't recommend it. Also, we'd like to talk about a new sponsor, Homefield, the maker of delightfully soft shirts that we all worn forever and ever and ever. So we're we're part of the... Homefield Apparel Affiliate Program. We have a code. We have a, a lot of things to read uh, here. So 
we want to uh, we think a lot of our followers are are very familiar with home field apparel you know the premium collegiate apparel brand based in indianapolis indiana basically they have about 150 different schools which we love that they carry all these little small schools and it's not just the giant schools but they do have a lot of the giant schools and they're adding new schools every every time i think they got one coming up this week it's east tennessee state university the buccaneers yes. so that's and coming ju- up and they just added my beloved mean green they did just add after North so Texas. long waiting for them yes it's i mean they have awesome collections some fantastic designs that you're not going to find anywhere else and the, the designs are like perfect they're not necessarily always like logos that they use like on programs or anything like that they dig deep to find some things out of yearbooks and it's it's perfect for showing off team pride as college football is soon to return i love home field i actually have a home field apparel shirt on right now as i record the podcast i have an oregon state shirt that says i'm a beaver believer i love this shirt it's incredibly soft it fits well it's fantastic if you don't have any home field apparel uh, we got some good news for you so if you never purchased anything from home field apparel we have a promo code uh yes ha 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 yes it's just like haas. the sickos guys three haas. three haas so yes h-a-h-a-h-a yes <laughs> it's live you get 15 percent off your first order plug in the promo code yes ha 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 yes and you get 15 percent off enjoy go that to, fun merchandise go to homefieldapparel.com check out the schools they have they don't have your school or you don't like your school's designs or you just want something else pick a random school i have more tulane gear <laughs> than I do for any school I've actually attended. Mm-hmm. I have a Colorado my, School of Mines shirt that might actually be my favorite shirt that I own. It has a, has a donkey on it holding dynamite. Because shit, that shit's yes. great. I was yeah. wearing I a w- TCU shirt during work yesterday, and I was on a Zoom call with my boss, and he was like, what is that? And I was like, I got this shirt from, from Homefield. It's great. Um, and it is great. It's got a frog on it. I would recommend I got- it. I got stopped in a North Texas Trader Joe's by someone who was like, you went to North Dakota State? Because I was wearing my bison shirt and they were like, I was like, nope, I just like them. And they got very sad. Aww. So meet new friends by wearing but, home field apparel. But also lightly disappoint your new friends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just home field, randomly home field apparel, lightly, lightly disappoint your new friends. In yeah, the sure. softest shirts ever. Softest yeah, shirts ever. these are great. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing, you know, 111 heat index today. So uh, they have awesome you know, joggers and, and hoodies. Uh, I, I can't recommend buying those right now because I, I would definitely uh, fry to death in, in South Texas. So when winter time comes, if you want to hang on to that code and you still haven't bought anything from Homefield, you're welcome to do that. We're going to tweet the code out to make sure you got the appropriate amount of ha-ha-has in the middle of the code. It's three. Uh, it's three ha-ha's. <laughs> Not three ha-ha's, three ha's. 1.5 ha-ha's or one ha-ha-ha. Three H's, three A's. Alternate them. <laughs> uh-uh. I keep, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm trying not to laugh like the ha-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them sicko sent you. No, just plug in the code. Plug in the code uh, and, and enjoy it. Just If we got to copy and paste it from the tweet to make sure you got the appropriate amount of ha-ha's in there, you're welcome to do that. So before we get into our our always our ending piece, I wanted to ask first, let's talk about fight songs a little bit. Okay. Do you guys know the lyrics to your fight songs? Yes. So no. what so you don't know ULM's fight song? No. You know the lyrics? No. Hit girl, do you know pets? So 
as I said in the show notes, I have a tangent about this. Um, so Pitt does not have, so a lot of schools, like I was raised an Auburn fan. Auburn has the fight song, which I mm-hmm. also know the words for actually. War Eagle is the fight song. And then they have the PAT song, Glory, Glory. Pitt does not have a fight song in the way that Auburn does. There are mm-hmm. a few. There's Panther song and Hail to Pitt and the victory song the victory song is the one that count that people would think of as the fight song it is the one that i know the words for however well i also know the words for hail to pit because i'm a nerd but like the thing that is most interesting about any of pitt's fight songs all of pitt's fight songs is hail to pit it is the only university fight song insofar as it is one of them that includes the official university yell and pit has an official university yell and i am pleased to inform you that it is algany ganak 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 it's great i love it's it so good dartmouth is the same way we have we, whenever that we score we play there's four dartmouth songs we play they're all pretty short we play three before the PAT and we play the, where we usually play the fourth afterwards. They're all a little weird. None of them are like super interesting. I will read some of the words to one of them because it is kind of funny. This one's called As the Backs Go Tearing By. As the Backs Go Tearing By, on their way to do or die, many sighs with many tears mingle with the Harvard cheers. So we're sucking. <laughs> Our team is sighing and crying and Harvard is cheering. Harvard is cheering. As the Backs Go Tearing By, let's go ahead. That feels right. This yeah. is spiritually correct. Making gain on steady gain, Echo swells the sweet refrain. Dartmouth's going to win today. Dartmouth's sure to win today as the backs go tearing by. It's just a lot of, hey, maybe this works. Tonight, though, guys, I have picked some fight songs for you. Uh-oh. Uh, because I've been yeah. doing, because Beth and I are writing a fight song for the podcast. And I've been <laughs> cramming fight songs. Oh. And where I've been cramming them, they actually come with lyrics. And a lot of places, they don't. people don't sing their fight songs. So at Dartmouth, for example, we only sing the fourth one called Glory to Dartmouth. The other ones I always sing because I was drum major, but we play those. And no one really knows the words to them anymore. It's, a, it's an older thing. But I pulled some lyrics. And uh, let me pull up that my slides. They're black on white because I just didn't have time to actually make them look nice. My apologies. Oh, my God. You did not... You did not make him look nice for the podcast. But what I did is I'm oh. going to give you, there's multiple choice. Cause this is a little tricky. Oh. And I okay. did, bl- I blacked out and I'm going to skip parts that would be very obvious to the song. There's 10. Okay. And so I, I'm going to read through them and see what you guys think. Number one is this dear old blank. You where the girls are the fairest. The boys are the squarest of any old school that I knew. There is no place like blank where they're all true blue. We'll all stick together in all kinds of weather for dear old blank you. Your options are Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, or Missouri. This has to be Kansas. This has Kansas. to be Kansas. What makes you think Kansas? I mean, I know true blue is a saying, right? But only one of the schools that you've mentioned has blue as one of its colors. That's true. Um, but also, the boys are the squares is just making me picture, like, they're all SpongeBob. <laughs> right? <laughs> The ladies are pretty and the boys look like Spongebob. Yes. Or 90 degree angles. Spongebob. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it feels it feels like, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of it from the U perspective. I believe it's the University of Iowa, University of Nebraska. It's Kansas University. And then I think it's the University of Missouri. Uh, so it feels like Kansas. And then the color blue is, is throwing there. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But it feels like Kansas. The answer is where the girls are the fairest and the boys are the squarest. That's Nebraska. Sure. Oh. 
Nebraska has the pretty ladies and the very rectangular boys. That was my second gut. Number two. You know, doesn't matter. Dynamite, dynamite, when blank starts to fight. Down the field with blood to yield. If need be, save the shield. If victory's won, when battle's done, then blank name will rise in fame. Win, not lose. It's ours to choose. And blank game will be the same. We have Wake, Rice, Virginia, or Vanderbilt. Jesus. This has real La Marseillaise energy. It does, doesn't it? But I feel like it can't possibly be as much of a banger as La Marseillaise actually is. I, I feel like this is Virginia. I feel like if it was Virginia, I would know. I'm going to go with Rice just because I think it would be funny. I think it's funny for Rice has to, to have the like murder fight song. Well, it is a funny one, but it's Vandy's fight song. <laughs> oh! <laughs> So it's the other person with the sword. Okay. Dynamite, dynamite, when Vandy starts to fight. That sounds right. That's right. Okay. There is <laughs> lots of blood to yield. Oh my God. Okay. Number three. Hi, yai yikes. Nobody like us. We are the blank, blank, blank. Always a winning, always a grinning, always a feeling fine. You bet. Hey. Is it App State, Marshall, West Virginia, or Virginia Tech? It has real Hilljack energy, which is why I. I it does. Put, yeah. I, well, why like I, why I, schools. why I like blended it together a little bit. I feel Real like it's, culture. I feel like it's App State because I feel like hi, I guess nobody like us. We are the Mountaineers works, but I don't think it's West Virginia. Logic dictates App State. I, I'm gonna go with Marshall. This is App State. Good job, oh, Edgar, huh? They nice. are the Mountaineers. Yep. <laughs> now, so oh. a, a little, a little D three fun for this. All right, D three fun for this. Here we go. We come from blank. We sure are the real stuff. Our team is the cream of college's great. We fight fast and furious. Our team is injurious. Injurious. Tonight, Carleton College will sure meet its fate. And I gave you an option of some small private Lutheran schools. Is this Concordia, Gustavus Adolphus, St. Scholastica, or St. Olaf? Why do we always go back to St. Olaf? But it's so great. Beth isn't even here to be hating ass Beth tonight. I, I know. know. She still didn't have power. I, I texted her. I got nothing back. So I think I'm going to send this to her. I'm going to send this to her too. <laughs> Poor Beth. Beth out here hating ass on Penelac instead. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I know that there's a rivalry between Carleton College and Concordia. I know that. But we always reference St. Olaf, and that's hurting me right now. Concordia, they have. I think Concordia and and Saint and Carlton have a weird trophy that we went over one time. I think I believe almost all of these have a weird trophy with Carlton. Yeah, we come from we come from Saint Olaf. We sure are the real stuff. No, I don't know. We come from Concordia. We sure are the real stuff. That doesn't. I, I don't think it's like we come from Gustavus Adolphus. <laughs> you were you were forgetting to adjust for the Minnesota accent. Okay. <laughs> Don't you know? Uh, my God. Oh, man. Right. If, if Because they're rhyming furious with injurious, I believe, like, that's where you got to get that rhyme scheme from. Yeah. I, I, I'm i just going to have to guess St. Olaf. Like, uh, uh, you know, it, it'd be, a, it'd be, yeah, I'm just going to say that. Whatever. I am also picking St. Olaf. It absolutely is St. Olaf. Yeah. It was too good not to add, not to forget. Yeah, definitely. I finally got one right after 
three tries. If you fight uh, fast and furious, our team injurious. Like yeah. I, that's how I would say it. Yes, injurious. As in, we are inflicting injury upon injury, our right. opponent. Yes. <laughs> oh God, so bad. I mean, it, it seems like they want to kill, you know, Carlton. Number oh, four. God. Oh, here's to blank a glass of the finest, red ruddy rhinish filled up to the brim. Her sons, they are many, unrivaled by any. With hearts o'erflowing, we will sing a hymn. Ra ra blank ra. Old alma mater's sons are we. Will herald the story and die for her glory. Old blank is waving, ever waving high. As frosh we adore her, as soft we explore her, and carve our names upon her ancient walls. As juniors patrol her, as seniors extol her, and weep to leave for air her sacred halls. Is this Virginia wake? Maryland or Duke? This is ACC as hell. Yes. Isn't it though? Yeah, this yes. is very ACC. A glass of the finest, red, ruddy, Rhinish. What the hell is that? I, I'm, I'm assuming it's some sort of wine. This, uh, oh, here's to See, Maryland. I would, I would no. pick Virginia, but I know they're weird about their campus. And there's also not enough references to Thomas Jefferson here. <laughs> and well, so. I mean, I no, actually, as as soft we explore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I think uh, Virginia is also, if I remember correctly, Virginia doesn't call their freshmen freshmen. Virginia is like, oh, they're first years. Like they're all, they're very oh, okay. like about that. I might be wrong about that, but they they have that energy, right? I think it's Maryland, and I think it's Maryland because Marylanders, broadly speaking, love their flag. Right. Yes. And there is a specific yeah. thing here about something ever waving high. Maryland. My money's on Maryland. Yeah. I mean, my second choice is probably I'm, I'm torn between Virginia and Maryland. Also, I mean, like Virginia, they like to drink that wine. But like, oh, here's to Virginia, a glass of the finest. I, I don't know about that. That feels too below them to say that they're. They're drinking, but Maryland, I feel like they, they can get down there just because that girl that shotgunned the beer off her head mm-hmm. uh, in that video. So I'm going to go Maryland just based off of that girl. This is someone that we actually talked about being a wine school beforehand. That's Wake, isn't it? It's Wake. Oh, oh here's to Wake Forest. A glass of the finest. Says? Oh, yeah. Ra, ra. Is it Ra, ra, Wake? Ra, ra, ra Wake ra, Forest, Ra. And actually, the part I covered up, Old Blank, it's, it's Old Black and Gold. Is ever waving high. Okay, next okay. up. For blank, for blank, we sing our proud refrain. For blank, for blank, till wisdom's earthly fame. For here we are want, all are one, and their hearts are true, and the towers on the heights reach to heaven's own blue. For blank, for blank, till the echoes ring again. For blank, for blank, thy glory is our own. For blank, for blank, tis here that truth is known. And ever with the right shall thy heirs be found till time shall be no more and thy work is crowned for blank for blank for thee and thine alone. Some KJV shit up in here. My God. Is this Syracuse, Rutgers, Boston College, or Temple? Any idea, Pit Girl? <laughs> this has to be BC. This is so Catholic. This is so it, it, Catholic. It does. It does. Like, you know, as soon as you heard earthly fame, it feels that way. It's really, it's, it's really KJV as shit. It yep. really, you know, it's just like for Boston, for college, we sing our proud refrain for Boston, for college. Yeah. It feels like a hymn almost. Yeah. BC like, is like, also, um, BC is in Chestnut Hill. It yes. is notably on a hill. 
It, it, it is on a hill. Yeah, I'm going to go with BC. That girl, same? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is for Boston for Boston. We sing for our proud Boston refrain. For Boston. Like, they didn't even put college for Boston. This is, for Boston. So this is the one of the oldest fight songs. Hmm. Ah. Uh, written in 1885, one of the oldest that we have words for and lyrics for and uh, melody for. Wow, it does it does feel really old. Oh, Princeton yells her tiger, Wisconsin her varsity, and they give the same old rah 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 at each university. But the yell that always thrills me and fills my heart with joy is the good old Oski wow wow they yell at Minnesota, Iowa, Purdue, or Illinois. I mean, the only thing that seems to rhyme is Illinois. But I, am, I feel like this is Minnesota. I don't know why. I am like 100% positive this is Illinois. Yeah, I, I, I got to go with Illinois. The only thing that, yeah, it's definitely got to be Illinois. It, it rhymes. It, I'm going with Illinois. It is Illinois. Okay. <laughs> like it just... So so the, the throw off here, so the Minnesota one, I might not, I'll probably won't use it in the future because that one says Ski Yuma. Yeah. And if you saw like, that, you would be like. If it was, I was like, Oski Wawa. No, that's not Minnesota's. I never heard Oski Wow Wow before. Oh, really? That was a, I mean, so to be fair, my dad is originally from the Chicago area, but like Oski Wow Wow is just as much of a giveaway as Ski Uma is. Okay. I didn't know that. that Illinois is very rarely relevant in football. And so people don't know that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think, I believe it's two more. He always sings raggy music to his cattle as he swings (laughs) back and forth in his saddle on a horse, pretty good horse. He's a syncopated gator, G-A-I-T-E-R. And you, and you out to hear the meter of the roar of his repeater, how they run, yes, run. When they hear him come, because the Western folks all know, he's a highfalutin, rootin' tootin', son of a gun from old blank. Ragtime cowboy, talk about your cowboy, ragtime cowboy Joe. Is this Texas Tech, Wyoming, New Mexico State, or Oklahoma State? Oh, this is where you're going to get into the weird Pistol Pete thing here. That's why I put them all on there. Yeah, it's just like there's so many pistols involved. Yes, which which of these gun-toting mascots? Which one of these gun-toting mascots? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, God. Jordan, I just love that you specified the spelling of Gator because I do love the idea of Florida having a random <laughs> fight song about cowboys for some reason. I just love the idea of a syncopated Gator. Like, the idea of a Gator, it's like, one and, 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 one and, and. What What if we gave Albert guns? Have we thought about giving Albert guns? Oh, no, the Gator. Well, I mean, it is Florida. So. <laughs> this has probably already happened. Wait, hang on. Googling. <laughs> Gator with guns. The, the fact that this this fight song rhymes gator with meter and repeater makes me yeah. very happy. They're so close. Oh man, I'm oh, only getting yeah. drawings of gators with guns. Unfortunately, okay. No Florida man I... knew. Oh wait, wait. Oh no, oh, yeah. Oh, Florida oh, gator okay. hunting, meaning that people are hunting the gators, not the oh, gators, gators hunting. Okay. Just like they guns. did the python hunting. Yes. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. I'm I'm going Wyoming here. Hmm. I'm going to go with Texas Tech. This is Wyoming. Yeah. This is Wyoming. A highfalutin, rootin', tootin' son of a gun from old Wyoming. Yeah, I, I, the Cowboy Joe, and I remember the horse was named Cowboy Joe. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And I was like, it, like Oklahoma State didn't fit. Last one. Blank, oh blank. No. The hills send back to cry. We're here to one. do or die. Blank, oh, no. oh blank. We'll win the game or know the reason why. And when we win this game, we'll buy a keg of booze and we'll drink to the blank and we wobble in our shoes. 
I know this one. I'll let the girl go. The fact that you know this one makes me think it's New Mexico State. Uh, it's, a, it's, it absolutely, is, it's absolutely it New Mexico State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's awesome. It's on like the beers that they sell. They sell like a Pistol Pete 1888. And it, this thing is on the back of the can of the beer that they sell. Oh, that's amazing. It's an official like school beer. This from, is like, officially in the like. This is not like a. Oh, this is the verse we never no, say. Like this no, is they, this is this is what this is the verse. If you watch them on Twitter, they all sing it in the locker room after they win. Georgia Tech's fight song is like that too. It's like uh, Ramblin' Wreck from Georgia Tech and Hell of an Engineer, and we drink our whiskey clear. Like mm-hmm. lots of fight songs, not fucking around about that, which and I I'm appreciate. Stu- and I'm a student of Old Dartmouth. And I'm a son of for beer. We use this. We use the same one. <laughs> one of our songs. <laughs> uh, so that was it. That's our ten. I'm going to do this a couple more times because there are lots of great ones like this. I may get into alma maters too, but alma maters all sound like all the words are very samey, samey in alma maters. It's lots of loyalty and whatever, whatever. But I'm going to dig through to find a couple more because these are all really good. Anyways, thank you for playing. That was fun. I would do it we, again. We learned some new things tonight. How much St. Olaf wants to fucking injure St. Carl- injure Carlton. So then we have finally our best season of all time for teams who are below 500 all time. And tonight... Oh, yeah. We talk about some a team I think that really needs some support from us. Kids who never really, you know, <laughs> stay on top in life. No. It's the blue do the the blue do devils. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking oh my god. The I'm Duke gonna need a blue um, devils. I'm gonna need a bluke sticker. A bluke do devils. Okay. The Christ. I mean, I'm not even, you know, I'm I'm just drinking Gatorade, so I'm. I'm <laughs> I've had one beer. I'm just tired. <laughs> done. I should be in worse condition than you right now. I know. <laughs> it's this West Coast IPA. All right. Pairs well with fried chicken, bacon, and carrot cake. What? Oh, that's an odd choice. Do y'all's beers do that? Cake. On all of, a lot of our local beers, it'll be like pairs well with, and then it'll list like one of the places is kind of hippy dippy right here, so it's like it pairs well with. Uh, it's supposed with popsicles and the spring sun and good times with friends, like shit like that. Yeah. That is not something that I have noticed, um, but I also can't say that I've looked. I mean, I, I look at Canart and there are a lot of breweries in PA. Um, that is a thing that we, those of you who also listen to the Shutdown Fullcast, if you listened to last week's episode where friend of our show, also Jay Arnold, appeared. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing when they touched on well a the delaware slander in that show was excellent and b when they touched on pennsylvania one of the things that pennsylvania actually does very well is craft beer but our craft breweries tend not to do that they just make the beer and it has the can art on it and they trust you to drink it with things that it it should go with anyway back to the the bluke do devils come on bluke 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 do devils okay. that should have been something on arrested development the blue Man, devils should have been the blue through devils so yes it's the bso atft wab 580 part 2439 the duke blue devils i'm glad i said it right i want to give a couple of shout outs to some some duke teams from the past shout out to 1933 they were nine and one they lost their last game so they were nine and oh and they went nine and one shout out to 1938 they were nine and zero. Then they lost the last game. They went nine Jesus. and one. They lost the Rose Bowl seven to three to USC. Shout out to nineteen forty one. Uh, they were nine and zero. Then they lost their last game, the Rose Bowl in their home stadium. 
Oh against God, Oregon right. State. Hey, by the by the way, Pit Girl, you're gonna want to know that that 39 Duke Blue Devils team, uh, their one loss was to Pitt 14-13. Fuck yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to 1988 Duke seven three and one with Coach Steve Spurrier. Um, I also want to give a shout out to 2014 Duke. Uh, they finished ten and four. They lost in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, but it is their only ten win season. Jay Arnold made the game winning play. We're just gonna say that. Don't verify that whatsoever. He he made a a pass deflection in that game. So let, let's just shout out Jay Arnold for that one. Uh, can I interest you guys in a very young Steve Spurrier picture? Go right ahead. Throw oh. it in the chat in the the Patreon Discord. Yes. Twenty. 20- <laughs> Wait, no, 2014 Duke went nine and four because I, I I only know that because I have specific trauma from the Duke game that see the Pitt Duke game that season because it went to double overtime and Chris Blewett missed the field goal in the second overtime. So you guys won't believe it. But when you type in 2014 Duke Blue Devils, uh, football team's not in the first page. (laughs) No, not at all. Yeah. 2014 (laughs) Duke went nine and four and played Arizona State. That was 2013 Duke. My apologies. Okay. 2013 Duke, 2013 Duke. Ooh, lost the yeah. ACC championship 45 to seven against Florida State. It was it was close. Yeah, that, that was, was uh, that. Oh, that was national champion Florida State. Okay. Yes, yeah. that was Jameis Winston, Florida State, that also okay, launched fine. Pitt into orbit in their first ACC game ever. So yes, that was yeah. There uh, there was their loss to to the. I just had the years confused. I apologize. Uh, I, I I didn't call them the 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 book. Duke <laughs> Devils. Why is that so hard to say? Uh, you got me really messed up already. Uh, Duke has two unclaimed national titles, the year I'm about to talk about, and 1941. Claim them, Their Duke. conference titles, their conference title history, they have seven ACC championships, and they have ten Southern Conference championships. SoCon. SoCon. The, the actual I'm going to keep claiming it's the real SoCon. Like, I know you keep, like, trying to back me off on I'm that. Like, hey, whatever. But I'm going to give you the best season of all time for the Duke Blue Devils. It is the 1936 Duke Blue Devils. They were 9-1. and one. Their head coach was Wallace Wade. Oh, of the stadium? Uh, yes, of the stadium. Uh, so Duke was, was headed by Hall of Fame coach Wallace Wade. He had won three school claim uh, national titles at Alabama through 1923 to, uh, through 1930. He then coached Duke to the school's greatest period of football success uh, from 1931 to 1941 and then he came back in 1946 to 1950 he went 110 36 and 7 there winning winning six southern conference titles there if there had been an ap poll from 1931 to 1935 duke would have finished ranked a couple of times uh and and wallace Wade led them to six ranked seasons after the polls debut in 1936. So this is the first year of the AP poll that we're going to go through. Okay. But I want to note something that what happened to Wallace Wade to leave Alabama and to go coach football at Duke. <laughs> like All you right? do. So following his third national championship at Bama, he shocked the college football world by moving to Duke university, which had less of a football tradition than Alabama. Can you, you believe that? Say. No you kidding. Don't say. <laughs> so Wade refused to answer questions regarding his decision to leave Alabama for Duke until late in his life. Eventually, he told a sports historian he believed his philosophy regarding sports and athletics fit perfectly 
with the philosophy of the Duke administration and that he felt being at a private institution would allow him greater freedom. I don't know what that means, but sure. I don't money know why he every, said money that, that everywhere, did... just showering cash. You say yeah, that like there aren't bag men in Alabama, and there haven't been for years, that, like since know. the dawn of time. Alabama has a stadium. I mean, sorry, yeah. a statue of Wallace Wade outside their stadium. Yes, hmm. I mean he's got three titles with with Bama. I mean, understandable. They claim them, uh, but something Duke will need to do claim these, please. All right. So he still remains the winningest head coach of all time. No shit. In football. No fucking shit. Wins. Second place is is Coach Bill Murray. Uh, it's it's not the Bill Murray who's allegedly <laughs> I dating. I didn't know the dating Bill Murray. Uh, it, it's definitely not the Bill Murray that's allegedly dating Khalees, the singer who, who who has the milkshake that brings all the boys to the yard. Is Bill uh, Murray dating? Milkshake? Uh, uh, allegedly. Alle- allegedly. Allegedly. And there was a tweet. I did not dig further. That was enough. That's for great. Good for, good for all of them. Yeah. Good. As long as they're happy, whatever. But it's just weird. Uh, the modern day Duke winning as head coach is, is essentially David Cutcliffe. He had 77 yeah. wins. Cutcliffe was 77 and 99, though, Jeez. compared to compared to Wallace Wade, 1, that's, 10, 36, and 7. That's insane. I was just about to say, it is genuinely impressive that Duke has a coach in their history that went 1, 10, 36, and 7, and is still under 500 all time. Yeah. yeah. That is that is remarkable. Yeah, there were some down years. I'm just, I know. You worked real hard at those down years. That's what's remarkable about it. There, there, were, some, there were some down years for Duke, which, uh, you know, completely understandable. Wallace Wade Stadium is is the stadium on campus at Duke University. Uh, it's primarily used for American football, home of the Luke Dew Devils. Uh, no, it it opened in 1929 with a game against Pitt hey. as the first facility in Duke's new West Campus. It was originally named Duke Stadium and then later renamed for Wallace Wade in 1967. So this 1936 team was captained by Clarence Ace Parker. Yes, there we go. Ace. We're back to great nicknames. Love it. Love the nickname. So uh, also Duke destroyed Pitt uh, 52 to seven in that opening game. Yes, you'll have your revenge later. Ooh, right, uh, you you had your revenge in 1938. It's okay. So. After graduation of high school, Ace was set to attend Virginia Tech <laughs> University until a former Duke alumnus requested that Parker visit the campus in Durham. Parker agreed to visit Duke, and he went to see football coach Wallace Wade. According to Parker's friend, Buddy Lex, what a name, all right, Ace went down to Wade's office and Wade said, I understand you're going to Virginia Tech. Clarence says, yes, sir. Wade then said, I think you made a wise decision. I don't think you could make our ball club here. <laughs> he and negged him. He negged him. He fucking totally. negged him. And that was all that the strong-willed Ace Parker needed to hear. He changed his mind, went to Duke to prove that he could make the team. And he did more than that, making second-team All-American in 1935 and then consensus first-team All-American in 1936 when he placed six in the Heisman Trophy board. Wade Wallace read the game and then just fucking <laughs> negged. Duke football negging recruits is just going to no, be like, I love that's, it. Oh man. Imagine them doing that now. Oh. <laughs> I know Elko might do that. 
I yeah, I mean, I feel like he could pull it off, but it's just funny on its face, right? <laughs> like you're not good enough to play Duke football. You're, yeah, you could make it here. Go to Virginia Tech. Go to Virginia Tech. <laughs> Virginia Tech catching strays in 1936. I mean, uh, to be fair, this is actually this past year. You might not be good enough to is, play for Duke and still go to Big Ten. Uh, they asked how Parker got the nickname Ace. Buddy Lex responded. Buddy Lex, a Norfolk newspaper had a sports reporter named Bill Cox. Ace, when he was playing for Duke University, wrote a column and it said, when you need 10 yards, 6 yards, or 20 yards, Clarence Parker is like an ace in the hole. He can get those yards for you. And from then on, he was known as Ace Parker. That was about 1935. Can we start nicknaming people? Like like newspaper writers just give nicknames to people? Yeah. They give nicknames to teams back in the day? Can we just like start nicknaming people and, and maybe they just get referred by that? He's he's running like a like a like a wild cheetah. That's what they call him, Cheetah Jones. I got nothing. <laughs> he's as wild as a marmoset. That's why they call him Marmoset Danny. <laughs> he's crafty like an echidna. That's why they call him Echidna Tom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after his like, career, do echidnas Allie? have the weird dicks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kid does have the weird like four dicks, right? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> that better not be the episode title. No, okay. <laughs> look, look, the whole field is gonna disassociate with them. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, definitely we're gonna have to put the explicit lyrics on the podcast again with, with the episode last week. Oh my god. All right. Is this just one beer that you're on, Jordan? It's yeah, crazy. no, I I've I've been drinking light lately. No, we're okay. we're, we're right. just on our bullshit. Yeah, this is, this is just normal. Uh, all right. So this is after his, his playing days with Duke, Parker was drafted by the NFL's Brooklyn Dodgers in 1937, but he chose to play baseball for the Philadelphia Athletics instead, hitting a home run in his first at bat. Uh, so that's weird. The Brooklyn Dodgers football team, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Athletics baseball team. So just a little mind uh just mind messing with you here with the old days oh yeah hey hey kids who are listening to this podcast did you know that the las vegas athletics were once called the philadelphia athletics <laughs> don't ask what they were before that <laughs> so after one year of baseball parker requested and was granted permission to play for the dodgers the 1937 and 38 seasons parker was playing professional baseball and football the same time that's some bo jackson shit that's mm-hmm. some bo jackson shit that's right he's an ace in the hole uh after after the 1938 season he decided to focus strictly on football he led the team in passing in 37 led the league in 1938 comparing those accomplishments to his baseball record uh of a 179 batting average <laughs> 20, 20 runs and 25 rbi the choice the choice was clear that ace was meant to play some football and that was his sport ace parker is a member of six halls of fame uh, he earned induction into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1955. He's in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, 1963. The Pro Football Hall of Fame, 1972. The Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. The Duke Athletics Hall of Fame, 1975. And the Hampton Roads Sports Hall of Fame, 2008. He was in the inaugural class for both the Duke Athletics and the Hampton Roads Sports Hall of Fame. So I got some pictures of, of Ace. Oh, that jaw. Yeah. And those ears. Oh my God. Everything about this picture is aggressively 30s. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a program that they did a dedication to Ace Parker and then the North Carolina 
uh, player at the time. It was named Choo Choo Justice. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's the Games Immortals. This is a program from, I think, 1979. So you got Ace Parker and Choo Choo Justice on this program that I found on eBay, which looks awesome. I think it was like $80, but uh, definitely not. Yeah. The Train of Justice. The Choo Choo Justice. Love. God, I love these names. They're so awesome. Little known character on Thomas the Tank Engine. Choo Choo Justice. He's he's the cop. Player Train. No, yeah, he, judge, he, judge train choo choo justice judge dread uh, i am the train no uh <laughs> there's a picture of ace parker here which if you're an all-american you got this awesome sweater i love it like in 19, you have the shield it just says all america and it's like this awesome looking shield that it looks like a soccer shield but yeah that's that's his him wearing his all-american sweater from 1936 can we get the U.S. men's national team some jerseys that look like that? Because that would. I was hit. just thinking that. I think th- I think their original ones looked like that. Yeah, they like, probably from like the thirties. I think so. Yeah. So I found uh, uh, basically um, a, the backside of a baseball card or football card of of Captain Clarence Parker. It has the schedule. It has some general information about him, and then it says nineteen thirty six prospect. Somewhat uncertain. <laughs> Two thirds of last year's championship team is gone. Powerful replacements are plentiful. However, if these click, Duke will have a wow of a team. A wow of a team. I love it. Oh, they did. So I got a couple of links here. If you want to look at the the YouTube link, this is Ace Parker returning a punt. So if you want to look at that one. It doesn't have any sound, but I just want to watch like your jaw drop by by this punt return. Let me pull it up for everyone. Because it's going to just... It's it blew my mind when I watched it. So just here we go. Punt is off. Oh, he's way faster. Holy oh shit. Yeah. Holy shit. That's insane. How is he, he that gets... much faster? Yeah. Probably because he was getting 2000 calories a day and they weren't. He had the juice. I was blown away by how fast he was on that punt return. It was it was absolutely incredible. Um, also, I have a link in here. I found the 1937 Duke yearbook, which I found it on North Carolina's website. And, and what do and what do they call the yearbook? They call the Duke yearbook the Chanticleer. There's coastal in the walls, baby. <laughs> Coastal's always been around. So their yearbook was called the Chanticleer. <laughs> it's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't know if I'm going to go yearbook to yearbook like summary, but they did a full summary of every single game. They wrote every single game summary in the yearbook for that year. Uh, I do also have the All-American card of the of Ace Parker quarterback, which you can see this weird Duke logo. I've seen like, that before. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Hey, Humfield, can we can we get that? Because yeah. I, I love like- eldritch horror duke blue devil this is amazing that is, that is like uh, a duke logo that that is definitely before the 36 one that they used um i also have a picture of ace parker uh, during a brooklyn dodgers football practice in 1941 i don't know what type of blocking this is but i just love this image uh, it's called a chop block i believe mm-hmm. it's called an illegal as shit block i don't know if it's a chop block or if this guy's just just going full out like to try to get him and he's nowhere near close at all. So let's go to the schedule. 
you know they finished nine and one. Uh, first game of the year, they're playing Davidson, which you can take a look at the yearbook for. No, I'm sorry, not the yearbook. So you so you showed me the program here, like I, yeah, that's it's like clay, <laughs> is it real claymation? Or I don't know a picture of claim. It couldn't have. Been, it wasn't a picture of claymation, so it had to be drawn. But it it's it's so good. It, it looks so, like it looks like it's a small world. Yes, it's incredible, and it looks like the the guy that's stepping on like Davidson's uh, his tongue is like a lightning bolt. I see he's vomiting. I don't know, but he's stepping on him. I he's got no a black idea. eye for sure. Definitely. Wait, and the, and the, the other dude running has like a chunk taken out of his ass. I have he's got no like a bloody idea. ass. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we'll post no, this. That's, no, but... that's exactly what it is. It's the the Davidson guy. Like, oh, he like a bit his out of ass. His his he pen- bit his ass. Shit. Oh my god! He did bite his ass. Don't do. Don't. That's that's legal. That's ten yards. Biting <laughs> <laughs> pants. I gotta put that in. I the... mean, I don't even know that it's the pants part that's the problem. It's that he definitely also got an ass chunk here. That seems oh, like a real problem here. <laughs> this program so this program looks like like a single frame from a stop motion movie that's exactly right it looks like a rake and bass yeah yeah this is this is the lost secret um um rudolph the red-nosed reindeer thing where like he just gets lost in north carolina for a while it's fine everything's fine <laughs> it's it's rudolph meets deliverance <laughs> the christmas movie we all wanted so, by the way, if you join our Patreon and Discord while we're recording the, the podcast, we just throw no context images about what we're talking about live. So, basically, you get it as it's going on in the thread while we're recording. You get this. So, it, you, you know, while we're talking about a Davidson player biting somebody's ass, you're going to get no context to this. So, you know, you can go back and listen to it or just appreciate the images based on no context if you join our Patreon and Discord. Duke wins. They win 13 nothing. They they defeat uh, Davidson. Uh, and they say the gallant Davidson team bows to Devils 13 nothing. Hard playing. Wildcats make impressive start in conference get gridiron play. So they lost 13 nothing, uh, And they're saying it's an impressive start. So I had to get another paper. Uh, basically, to see what's going on. 15,000 spectators see Devils beat Cats here as grid season opens. Uh, score is 13-0. Blue Devils score early in game and again in third period to triumph. Crowd very colorful. <laughs> I don't know what that means. There's another part to this article. It's on another side. It says, love laughs at tropical storm. I'm yep. like, oh, okay. And then it says, farmers are urged to protect cotton in another article right after that. The, the love laughs at tropical storm is great, though, because apparently uh, some dude went to north in norfolk virginia went to go get a marriage license and there was like a high water in the off in the in the office so he went across a flooded street with his fiance in his arms to obtain the papers from the clerk there you go <laughs> true oh, romance true romance i will wade through water and carry i mean this seems like that perfect movie where just a perfect gentleman wading through water to get that marriage license uh, by the way so, hey pit girl in the discord i found I think someone the same style as the other two as the, as the Duke Davidson cover, but I found two pit covers that are absolutely amazing. The oh. first one, maybe one of my favorite things I've ever seen. It's a pit West Virginia cover from 1936. 
and it's got a claymation panther and a mountaineer hugging each other and the panther has a gun yeah the other one is is duquesne and they both have top hats and monocles and cigarettes yes i think that's 1916 no, it is thirty six. No, that's, that's a three. Yeah. yeah, but the font is by the font choices, by the way, are, however, are great as well. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love everything about this. Saving so, that for posterity for the brawl. Yeah. Thank you. Thirty six had, thirty six had some interesting stuff. So, the next game, uh, they go on to play Colgate, the Colgate Raiders. Uh, they beat Colgate six nothing. That <laughs> one of the reporters for Duke uh, covers the game with radio in an armchair. <laughs> <laughs> the doc told him to stay home, but here are the sidelights for um, listening in. So basically, he's in a chair writing a newspaper article about the game. The very <laughs> first COVID remote call. That's right. This, Work no, from this, home. This is this is fucking Hugh Freeze in the hospital bed. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> he says it's by Anthony J. McKelvin. Uh, and he puts like a byline Mary Elizabeth Hospital, September 26th. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't anticipate that I'd ever cover a football game from a hospital bed, but here I am. And this is about the Duke Colgate game played today in Durham. Don't you really believe that first paragraph? Isn't it? It isn't, it isn't entirely true. I just thought of it early this morning as a good opening for our. <laughs> A yard on a radio listener's side of the Battle of the Blue Devils and Red Raiders. I was able to go home after a 24-hour stay in the hospital. So so this is a case of covering the football game from the big chair in the living room. So he yeah. lied. The dream. The dream. You mean people would just go on the Facebook of the 1930s and lie? Oh, my God. Yes. So there uh, was, I, can we talk oh. about the 105 to zero also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you go right ahead. Uh, apparently, App State beat Piedmont 105 to zero that week too. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. So I have another uh, article about the Duke's trip, the Raiders, and so at the very bottom it says Hackney is trouble. Hackney was the biggest noise in the Duke offense. The Durham lad made several nice runs once. Uh, Stepping off 32 yards, Ace Parker shared ball-toting honors with him for the Dukes. Uh, Whitney Yeager, a back who runs with his legs, a back with who runs with his legs, pumping high and as loose as ashes. What does that mean? I I don't know. I just wanted to read that. As loose as ashes was Colgate's biggest threat. So his legs were pumping high, but very loose at the same time. I'm going to use that as a compliment to my wife tomorrow. I'm going to say, honey. Your blank looks as loose as ashes. Just no, don't do no, that. no, no, that is not a thing you should say to your wife in any context. That is not going to go well for you. Jordan, but it was a compliment forced. in 36. Sure. Loose as that. That's all I wanted to say. Next game, Duke beat South Carolina 21-0. I also want to note that North Carolina beat Tennessee this week 14-6. So here, the Duke overpowers Gamecocks 21-0. Southern Conference champs. Nick, South Carolina. Duke's Southern Conference champions sh- struck unexpectedly stiff opposition today, but defeated South Carolina 21-0. The Gamecocks were underdogs by four or five touchdowns and fought Duke to a standstill in the first and third periods, checking repeated drives by Ace Parker and Elmore Hackney. The Bird offense proved ineffective, except when they blocked a Duke punt and passed it within inches of a touchdown in the opening period. 
a fumble cost them the ball there. So basically, they blocked the punt and they couldn't punch it in. Oh. Sorry, South Carolina. So there's a, a program here where it just looks like a giant head with a helmet. His head is so square. And it just says like... Duke versus Carolina. So it's it's not like South Carolina. It just says Duke versus Carolina. Why does this have speed racer energy? What about this has speed racer energy? I don't know what it is. Is this? I think it's the speed lines because it yeah. has speed lines and it's got the color scheme. It kind of reminds me of Juggernaut about <laughs> to like ram through a wall. I'm a juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> like, that's stupid video. So next game, Duke beats Clemson 25 nothing. Duke scoreless at half, but the Tiger line weakens. So basically, they were da- it was 0-0 zero, zero at halftime. Duke's dashing Blue Devils, varying brazen power plays with deceptive, now you see it, now you don't. All hyphenated. All hyphenated. <laughs> that, is, that is a one word. Yes. Multi-hyphenate. Dude, there are so many references to razzle-dazzle in these newspapers. I would just like to take one second to appreciate the text box that, text box that says, Held that tiger. Mm-hmm. That's right. Beautiful. Held that tiger. Uh, heavy rain fell intermittently in the first half, causing pools to form along the sidelines. It made the football as slippery as the hips of Eric Tipton, Blue Ooh. Devil sophomore backfield ace. I'm going to say my wife's hips are slippery tomorrow and see how that goes. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That that may actually work out. Honey, your hips are so slippery. <laughs> They're so slippery. She's just going to juke you in the kitchen. Oh, I'm going to get <laughs> juked. You're not going to be able to tackle her. Uh, R.I.P. Jordan's ankles. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> All right. So this is the full paper that I gave you here. Pick your favorite game summary here from the News and Observer from Raleigh uh, for that. So we have like the Duke wins here, but there's just just crazy headlines throughout the place, and just just pick your favorite that if you can, you know, make it a little bit bigger and then just look there. I'm gonna. <laughs> what did you find? Catholic team fights feeling of cockiness, and I can't read any of the rest of the text because it's very small. But just that headline alone is funny. The idea of badgers subdued by Purdue. In any, in any century, I believe, is also a giant kick in the ass. My favorite is like Commodores defeated by Southwesterners. Where the South? Oh, Southwestern University. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. In Tennessee. Yeah. It's not even there. And then, you know, Quakers toppled by Mountaineers. Who did Penn play? Did it Penn has to know? be West Virginia. Yeah. No, that's App State. Oh, Okay. Yeah, they're not, but they're not playing Pitt, or no, they're playing the no. Guilford College Quakers. Oh, yes, okay. they weren't playing Penn. Yeah, so it's again, like- App State last week they won one hundred and five to nothing. This week they won fifty two nothing. Hold up, I gotta find App State's nineteen thirty six season now. Yes, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but keep, go, keep going, going keep going, keep going. I'll find all it. Right, all right, so next game, Duke beats Georgia Tech uh, nineteen to six. Duke victory over Georgia Tech featured by line play. 33,000 fancy game in Duke's big stadium. Parker stars uh, tech backfield bottled up in first half comes to life in second half Tech's gains larger. Uh, the, the headline on the other side, it says wrecking a wreck. <laughs> so the next game is, is Duke's only loss of the season. Uh, Duke falls to Tennessee 15, 13. So there was a couple of things in this game. What happened? Some things went wrong for Duke here. 
within the space of about eight minutes of the game, Duke missed three scoring opportunities in the last part of the first period in the early minutes of the second quarter. Duke blocked a punt, and Parker recovered for the Devils on Tennessee's 10 to set the stage, which should have been the initial score. Tipton picked up three yards, then they lost two, and then a pass from Hackney to Parker was incomplete. And then Tennessee took the ball back again, kicked it to Parker, get it right back down inside of Tennessee's 20 in the red zone again, and they just could not cash in. So they had three shots to get in the end zone, and Duke could not punch it in through just whatever. I don't know. Tennessee's just stopping them or them hurting themselves. So, this was not, this was, by the way, this was not a great Tennessee team. Not really, no. Uh, well, they were ranked at at the time, I believe. They got up to 23rd in the AP poll. Okay, so, but how many times has Tennessee been ranked and not actually been good? Yeah. Uh, good point. I'll say that. <laughs> it's, it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> so there's some dispute on kind of what happened here. Basically, Parker initiated Duke's fourth period touchdown drive, and they took the lead. Uh, and then, for some odd reason, they decided... Uh, a fake pass, but they they stopped the threat. Uh, a few minutes later, Parker booted the ball to Tennessee, and then the red-haired halfback ran 70 yards for a punt return and the game-winning points. Tennessee says it was an 80-yard return. Uh, Duke says it was a 70-yard return. Regardless, they lost the game 15-13. Way to be petty about your loss. Yeah. Always be petty about your loss. So there was, uh, you know, Parker got forced back into uh, safety and instead of uh, kicking, they attempted a pass. So Duke basically just shot themselves in the foot this time. They, they should have punted out of the end zone, but they, they said, screw it. We're going to pass. We don't respect Tennessee. And then they wound up getting beat by that safety that they gave up. The next week, they were uh, a little upset and they, they took it out on Washington and Lee. 51 nothing. Oh, uh, no. Generals, no. No. And also they, they reuse the same program art. <laughs> so the same like the flying speed race, head. The angry speed racer man. <laughs> the angry speed racing head has returned. The next game, they beat Wake Forest 20 nothing. Duke takes Wake Forest as ace romps. The Blue Devils score 20 in victory in annual, in annual game. Uh, there is another one of these weird programs with the, uh, the claymation thing. Duke versus Wake Forest. I don't. What the? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like why? I don't. I don't. It's not even the right colors. I don't. I don't know. What is he? So he has a pennant in one hand. What is he holding? Or is his? It's just his hand. Is just like that. Just his hand. His hand is. His hand looks like Mario's in Mario sixty four. His hand looks like like four surfaces. Yes. Why, Why is it just like a block of cheese attached to the end of his hand or his arm? It's okay. The, the 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 next the next cover makes up for that. Yes. So the next game <laughs> uh, is the big clash. So Duke versus UNC is the big one. So they had some previews in the paper. It says Princeton over Yale. Two of the hardest football games in the country tomorrow will bring together old rivals. They are Princeton and Yale, and Duke and North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Traditional big games. <laughs> Big games. That's right. Forget your Michigan, Ohio states. We're talking about Princeton and, and Yale and, ten, and Duke and North Carolina. Uh, each of these four teams has lost one game. Penn beat Princeton. Dartmouth beat Yale. Hell Tennessee yeah. beat Duke. And Tulane licked North Carolina. So everybody's got a loss. 
Uh, the program, probably, I think, one of the best of the year, honestly. It's so good. It, it's I think it's supposed to be like, oh, we're having this fun Thanksgiving football game, and dad's getting tackled by, like, his two sons. But what it looks like is one of the sons is clotheslining dad, and the other is, like, ripping his hair out. Everyone has him by the tie, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's probably choking him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I love these programs. They're fantastic. Parker stars in, in Duke's 27-7 to route of Carolina. Remember what I said earlier? North Carolina beat Tennessee. Right. 14-6. So you get your transitive property here, and, and Duke beat North Carolina 27-7. Um, as Duke whipped Carolina at Chapel Hill before a crowd of 35,000. Uh, Duke team in stride, taking game. Victors display remarkable power as 32,000 see Carolina sunk. So that says 35,000 there. And then on the other side of it, it says it's 32,000. Sure. Math is hard. My, my favorite part of this is it asks what coaches said in this one. So I'll zoom in and read that here. Uh, here's the comment of the coaches after the Duke, North Carolina game. Wallace Wade from Duke. Both played an awfully good game. Parker played mighty well for Duke. Uh, Ray Wolf of North Carolina. We were defeated by a very good team. Parker is one of the finest backs I've ever seen. He is everything they said he is. We don't have any alibi. Duke deserved to win without a doubt. There you My go. God. Just like you just made the coach just completely capitulate after this loss. It was ridiculous. Uh, Pit Girl, you might want to see a column on the right hand side uh, of that paper. You probably enjoyed that. Oh, yes, I do enjoy that. Excellent. You can, you can read it. <clears throat> Pit Rex Cornhuskers of Nebraska. Mighty power of Panthers hammers out 19 to 6 victory. And then the text is too small. But 19 I'm... to 6 is so fucking. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, uh, for the record, I want to note that Pitt had a player named Bill Daddio. There we go. Swag. So also, yeah, Pitt got a Rose Bowl invite this year, too. So that's, that's big, big Pitt energy on this. And, one won, there, so. and won that Rose Bowl, too. They did, but, uh, but don't but don't get too fancy because Duquesne also got an Orange Bowl invite this year. Yeah, so Duke, their last game of the season, it's against NC State. They win their game against NC State. Uh, Wolf rates Duke on par with the Rose Bowl Mustangs. So last year, SMU, I believe, went to the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. So that rates them on par with that. Uh, he says that Ace Parker is better than Bob Wilson. Uh, NC State coach compares uh, Blue Devils with the 35 South Southwest champs. Uh, then we'll go to the game here. So I was able to get an article for some other reason. It prompted the Monroe News Star with this yeah. year. Uh, I don't know why that came up here. But it said, Ca Captain Ace Parker, Duke backfield candidate for All-American honors, closed his collegiate football career in a blaze of glory Thursday by returning a punt 70 yards in the fourth quarter to give the Blue Devils a 13-0 victory over North Carolina State. The Portsmouth, Virginia athlete scored all the Duke points as he's led his teammates to undisputed possession of the Southern Conference Championship and State Football Championships in the front of a crowd of 18,000, the biggest ever to see Duke and State play. They all rose and applauded as he left the game late in the last quarter. So Duke again wins the Southern Conference crown. They finish with a clean conference record. So their only loss is an out-of-conference game to Tennessee. So I have the uh, a different paper here, which is the Greenville News. It, it, you know, this one was kind of just like, hey, they, they win the game 13-0. But the Greenville News uh, is like, Duke Blue Devils trample NC State 13-0, <laughs> like all caps. 
That's why these papers are great, because they really you get really Homer papers and it's wonderful. Captain Parker scores twice as Devils win. Ace of Wademan closes career in Blaze of Glory by scoring twice. Southern champions. Like just going nuts. I also love this ad uh, at the bottom of that paper. It says, Have have your eyes I'm sorry, what does it say? Have you eyed that dream of the good old days? No need to dream of the good old days. Just chase this double rich straight bourbon of old Kentucky distillers. Price to please you. And it just looks. Mm, well, it's, you know, it's called cream of Kentucky, which is something I always want to drink. <laughs> the cream of Kentucky. That sounds like something that goes in a really, really cursed casserole. I was going to say, it sounds like. Like a cocktail you order at a, like a bar where it's like the bottle that no one's touched in years. Oh yeah, this is like one part creme de violette and two parts cream of Kentucky. What was the name of the brand? It, it's like I, I can't even pronounce it. It looks like, like it says Shenley's. Shenley's cream of Kentucky, ninety proof. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. Hang on, Price googling. Is this does this still exist? Do we need to source? I don't this? know. Uh Google. It does. It it is auto filling. Uh, Flashback Friday, Cream of Kentucky Bourbon, circa 1965. So it definitely used to exist. Summit Spirits and Wine. It's not loading. Come on. Beth uh, is is back up, but she's trying to see if she can load in. I'm like, we're almost done. Uh, It appears to no longer. Oh, no. Is this a thing that can still be purchased? Unclear. I will do additional research. research. Continue. So Duke finished ranked 11th in the AP poll. So I was going to ask you, like, did they go to a bowl game? So Duke was was ranked second in the first poll, the 1936 poll. Then they lost to Tennessee. Uh, They they went up to 11th after winning. They just couldn't get back to the heights of number two. Uh, I, I tried to figure out they finished 11th, but there was no bowl game. So I was like, why didn't Duke get an invite to a bowl game? Now, it wasn't just the Rose Bowl. There was the Rose, the Sugar, the Orange Bowl, the Sun Bowl, the Cotton Bowl Classic. And then there was even the Bacardi Bowl. Ooh, he has a Havana Bowl. It did. So I tried to find out, and I kept searching. Every time I searched Duke Bowl, I got the Duke's Bowl bid for Duquesne instead. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Uh, Duquesne went to a bowl game and they went to the Orange Bowl and they beat Mississippi State 13-12 in that one, which was crazy. Uh, Pitt wound up going to the Rose Bowl. They were 7-1-1. They won the Rose Bowl 21-0 over the Washington Huskies. Uh, The Sugar Bowl was the number six Santa Clara Broncos over the number two LSU Tigers, who were 9-0-1 at the time. Uh, Santa Clara won 21-14. Also, the, the Hardin-Simmons Cowboys and the Texas Mines Miners. So that was UTEP versus Hardin-Simmons, essentially. Yeah. And, and I think, was that the first Sun Bowl? Uh, if it wasn't, it was real close. Yeah. No, so that was the first and second. Uh, uh, that was the third. So Hardin-Simmons beat UTEP uh, 34-6. The Cotton Bowl Classic was the 16 TCU Horn Frogs versus the number 20 Marquette Golden Avalanche. What is Marquette it, now? Not the Golden that. Eagles, not okay. the Avalanche. It's also weird to think about Marquette having football. Just yeah. feels wrong. Very weird. Yeah. Not just football, but like went to the Cotton Bowl football. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TCU won that game 16 6. Uh, the Auburn Tigers and the Villanova Wildcats both went to the Bacardi Bowl in Havana. Uh, 
they went all the way to Cuba to tie 7-7. Let's send Auburn fans to Cuba. This is a great Jesus idea. Christ. Also, notice there is no number one ranking what you've just talked about. Because the Big Ten schools were not allowed to play postseason, and Minnesota was the national champion in 36. Hmm. This was a Minnesota year. Uh, also, great quote, by the way, about Pittsburgh this year. There, This is Pitt who won the Rose Bowl 21 to zero over number five washington there is no longer any blot left on pittsburgh pittsburgh's rose bowl s s oh man i don't know this word where is this quote being pulled from uh wikipedia i dropped the word in the in the in the chat in the in this call okay please escutcheon uh no go check okay i don't know how to pronounce that word pittsburgh's rose bowl escutcheon wrote grantland rice here, is a, here was a panther who belonged to the jungle and not to the zoo. A fast, hard-driving, slashing panther who put both fang and claw to work in beating Washington Huskies 21-0 before 87,000 chili witnesses. Grantland Rice had beautiful work. Why don't we do sports writing like that anymore? That's amazing. Or any or any of this. We, we just saw a word that had 12 hyphens in it. And it you was know, justified text, so it was so spread know. out and said poorly. I try to do that on the Substack it's when great. we do the weekly recraps. I, I do it a, a really good. heavy alliteration, and and I try to bring back all these words to try to do this. Uh, and more really, hyphens, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I got to add more hyphens. The now you see it, now you don't offense. Got to bring that back. We went over the Duke schedule. Both Clyde Berryman and James Howell named Duke as retroactive national champion for 1936. Now, these are major selectors. These are not yeah. like minor selectors. They named Duke as a retroactive national champion for 1936. And this season ended on a positive note instead of the one in, in 1941 ended on a downer. This is why I chose the best team of all time for Duke because positive note, national championship claim, which you should claim it, Duke. Claim it. Claim it for Ace. Claim it for Wallace Wade. Claim it. Claim it for the... Uh, the slippery hips uh, <laughs> and and the, the legs as loose as ashes. <laughs> I think that was the Colgate player though. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, I actually have, I found 1936 NCAA division one football power ratings. Hmm. So the number one team with the power rating is Duke. Mm -hmm. uh, the power rating number one, LSU, number two, Santa Clara, number three, Bama, four, TCU 5, Pitt 6, uh, Auburn 7, Duquesne 8, Arkansas 9, Tennessee was 10, North Carolina was 11. So based off the power ratings, you know, again, the loss to Tennessee, not that bad. Tennessee was 6-2-2, two, and two, so they had two ties, uh, two losses, and, you know, they lost to North Carolina, which North Carolina got obliterated by Duke. Yep. So honestly, they got a legit claim. Always claim it. Always claim it. Um, also, I cut off the top 26 just because Tulane was, was 26, so of I just course. added them in there. I am pleased to report back after a brief excursion into the Total Wine website that Cream of Kentucky bourbon exists and it's expensive. So if you want to spend $150 hey. on the Cream of Kentucky, you can. <laughs> oh, man. I got to look at this now. Cream of Kentucky. Is it 90 proof still? Um... Man, it's, it's not what I'm expecting. I was expecting some sort of creamy... Uh, Cream oh, God. oh like the bourbon. buffalo trace bourbon cream that's a thing that exists actually okay yeah. uh 51 alcohol but so it's 102 
Hunter and Shoe Proof. Okay, yeah, it's it's good. That'll that'll do it. That'll do it for you right there. <laughs> so I went into the yearbook, of course, and we got some pictures of the 1936 Blue Devils team. I, I made the mistake and went into the wrong yearbook. Uh, I had some pictures, and and I really liked the yearbook for 1936, not the 1937 yearbook that had oh. this team in it. So there's uh, a quote or like uh, a little passage from Coach Wallace Wade, the Chanticleer Athletics at Duke. The purpose of the Department of Physical Education and Athletics at Duke is to give all students an opportunity to engage in competitive athletics. We have three distinct classes of athletic activity. Our physical education classes are required for all freshmen and sophomores. In these classes, we undertake to give the students fundamental training in four different sports, as well as an experience in playing those sports. Intramural sports are more advanced competition than the physical education classes, yet we believe that every student should try to and be able to be on at least one intramural team. Can, can, can like, you, you think of somebody doing that nowadays? No, like that's, yeah. Like, you're required to do this. So, I mean, I, I had to take PE in college. Well, I was I, mean, I was required to do PE and I had to t- pass a swimming test. Okay. All right. Did you have to do that, pick girl, or no? No. No, I took I one I took one PE credit. Um I took a yoga class because I wanted to. There was no requirement for any of that at Pitt. I had to take three terms of PE and I passed a swimming test. It's very I think the, only, the only PE class I took was bowling. It, it was just really advanced. You had to learn how to keep your own score. <laughs> um which was like you're in like the rec center. So I had like a horrible day of classes and then I just added bowling at the end of the day to just like nice. relieve all the stress. Yeah. So and you had to average like certain to get an A. So like oh, God. You just yeah. You could just was, be shitty at bowling, okay. No, it's just like if you were like bowling below a hundred at the end of the year, you were in danger of getting an F. I um, uh I took I took ballroom dancing with my best friend and my girlfriend at the time was like, I don't like this. I think you guys are too close together. I think mm. you guys are spending too much time together. I ended up marrying that best friend. So girlfriend oh, was no. probably girlfriend was right at the time. She was probably right. And yep. you know, maybe maybe your your wife won won you over with her slippery hips. Uh, uh, I won her over there. with my slippery hips. I'm going oh, with rhythm. Oh, oh, oh. My tango is very good. Now I'm just picturing Jordan doing the lambada. Oh yeah. Oh, it was... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> so uh, I, dro- I dropped a picture, by the way, of homecoming, uh, of homecoming Blue Devils homecoming float in the chat. Yeah, I need you guys look at that blue de- that devil popping out the top because, man, every time I see the old Blue Devil mascot, it's scary as shit. Oh God, yeah, it looks that more like in- a Harlequin clown. It's incredibly cursed, and the float itself also looks like the float from Animal House before they cut it open and it turns into the Death Mobile. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Big put time. some more old blue, uh, old blue devils, by the way, in chat for you guys. <laughs> one looks like Pagliacci. Man, yeah, the other one is about to hit the 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 Tar Heel. Yep, but he's got a tail too. I didn't see the tail. <laughs> Where did they get all that like almost spandex in whatever year that was? Oh, got an even better one, guys. Here we spandex go. didn't exist yet, and yet it exists on that guy. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, it's very like, anyways. <laughs> my my face when the best football coach in modern history is still 77 and 99. So here's some, some photos there. Uh, 
basically the yearbook has a breakdown of game by game in 1936. Like, it just run over the entire – it's just like an essay for the year. It's incredible. They, they give you like a rundown of every single game in the year. And they really only spend like one line on the Tennessee loss. Uh, <laughs> of course. So, <laughs> of course. It's like, no, we're not talking about that. So then there's some more yearbook stuff. You, you've already gone through it, like the events of the year. If you look at like the numbers stuff, you can see what it says. It, you know, Number two, it's just like trunks, trunks, and more trunks. Sure. Still more trunks. You know, <laughs> My my favorite one is is you have some photos of of the uh, the game. Um, you look at the picture number thirty eight. It says trouble a brewing, or trouble brewing, and then like right next to it, it's like tribute to an all American. So like trouble brewing, I couldn't figure out what was going on there. It looks like they're about to light something on fire. I have no idea. Yeah, there's a bonfire picture earlier up, so maybe it's that. I don't know. Then the one right after that, it says tribute to an all American, right? And then it says concentrated indigestion. That's the next one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. Oh, Beth is alive. <laughs> we can get her to hop in. There she is. Like... There we go. Hey, Beth. Hi. Hey, guys. What did I miss? Is it time to record now? <laughs>